<laughs> welcome, welcome all to the Booze, Boobs, and Blood podcast. I'm your co-host, Ween. And I am Re. <laughs> that sounds almost like Re. It's Ray, right? It's, it's, I know it. I know it's, it's a funny Ray. voice, but it's like I'm weed and I'm Ray. <laughs> everyone's a little bit Irish today. <laughs> What's happening to you? It's a very exciting hoity, day today. Hoity, hoity, hoity. Okay, well, now I can't <laughs> stop talking like this. <laughs> so, <laughs> what's you. important about today? <laughs> Today is a very special day, folks. Folks, people, listen, listen. This is Come on, our, people very, <laughs> our very first guest on the Booze, Boobs, and Blood podcast, Miss Veronica. Woo! I'm so like, I'm the first guest. I'm very like emotional about that. <laughs> Your first very <laughs> special guest. Yes. On this very special month, too. On this very special (laughs) month. It's my favorite month of the year. It is my my favorite month of the year. What month is it? It's Pride Month. Yeah. (gasps) I wish this is where we, if we could use music, I would be like, let's put in like Darude Sandstorm or something like that. Oh, I was thinking like any share song. (laughs) Oh, do you believe? (laughs) Iconic. <laughs> I prefer the South Park version myself. Oh, it almost was like that. That on um, uh, Will and Grace, where where Jack used to do the. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> I love when he finally meets her and like yeah, doesn't believe that it's her. <laughs> oh my God! Guys, I'm already, my, my eyes are already water. watering. Oh, well, yes. As great. should be expected. I do have like a random napkin here that I'm sure I'll have to use at some oh. point to blot my eyes. Oh my goodness. Um, for those and- who follow, Miss Veronica. Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, go for it. I'm just saying, uh, some folks may know Veronica from Veronica and Ray's uh, podcast, the Chicklet Book Club podcast. If you don't, check it out. I find it highly entertaining and I don't even read romance novels. Nay, I don't need to because they've already done the work it's awesome <laughs> <laughs> it's great i <laughs> can help you figure out which ones if you choose to read one yeah we can help you figure out which ones you might actually like we even there read spooky one this year too we had a spooky yeah, yeah. spooky book. very fun very fun yeah. yeah um well what are we doing to- oh actually no let's first <clears throat> veronica oh yes uh-huh what <laughs> Tickled your pickle this week. <laughs> this seems like a very um, serious thing for to be called a, a pickle tickle. However, it's I don't not. care because it's the good thing that happened this week. Um, yeah. Today, I do nonprofit um, advocacy work. And today we got some. Work of the Lord. <laughs> the Lord's we got work. some good-ish news. I mean, it's. Uh, I don't want to go too far into it, but it's it's a step in the right direction. It's not the end all be all, but it is good news, uh, and I'm very excited about it. That's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I yes. Saying that. I only say it on this podcast, though. I don't actually say it in real life. I don't. 
I only say it I mean, I do when I go boot scoot boogie. What are you talking oh about? God. Boogie. <laughs> um, it has well, been I- a billion years since I have heard that song. It's been. <laughs> We, also, we were also there talking is. about that earlier too because I said it's my favorite meme where someone's like, who's that guy that was in Batman? And just, it's bad. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> oh, I oh, love it. Hey, um, okay. <laughs> Ween. Yo. <laughs> what tickled your pickle Ray. this week? Well, I'll tell you. Okay. Please do. I'm uh, fucking anticipation. I had a day of birth a few days ago. <laughs> yes, <laughs> listeners, it's also Wee's birthday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a few <laughs> a few days ago. Uh it was fine. I mean, I'm in my 30s, so like anything over 35 is like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yay. <laughs> I cool. still have to work, you know. Like, yeah. You do kind of hit that point. You're just like, yeah. oh, yeah. yeah. You know. And I've even had people be like, why are you here on your birthday? I'm like, do you take the day off for your birthday? So I mean, no. I think it would like depend for me. Um, like, is it yeah. a Friday or is it a Monday? True. You know what I mean? Like True. long if weekend. It, if it's going to right long weekend, then, then totally. Then, mm-hmm. then I worked on my 40th. Yuck. Yeah. What well, else would I, you yeah. have done? Well, it was also, yeah, during the pandemic. So there really wasn't much to do. Yeah. So... Yeah. Um, like, okay. I had oysters though. That was great. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Delicious. First time oh. I'd ever had oysters. It was wonderful. And it got oh. fucking hammered. Nice. Sounds about right. Uh, that sounds like a great 40th birthday to me. Thank yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Twas. 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 No. <laughs> <laughs> Twas. Um, yes. I don't know. That's it for me. I'm super. I'm I I've switched um medication and i am like i apologize if i fall asleep i'm so oh, no, tired no. Like, i'm gonna go scream at you because <laughs> fyi listeners i'm in the basement <laughs> right now and we is above her yeah in the kitchen, i'm in your basement so. um, um, above it. um i am so fucking tired and i'm trying to like jazz my energy up do do but it's <laughs> by like- drinking yeah, yeah right but it's, a, it's a, a depressant, depressant so there you right. go. exactly <laughs> it's, so it's, it's fine. bud light premium come on it's <laughs> jazzy up uh i am drinking i'm because i'm a trader uh smirnoff seltzer <laughs> i am drinking the bud light premium seltzer and Not sponsored um, no we would like to no no we don't sorry we'd like smirnoff we don't want bud light sponsors no, i'd no. like I'd like a sponsor. How about that? Just a sponsor would be nice. I'd like to have an I, sponsor. I'd like, oh, I thought you said ass sponsor. I'm like, I'd like an ass. Thank you. <laughs> America's like, ass, perhaps? I would there like America's go. ass. Uh-huh. That could sponsor us. That would be. Ooh, it could sponsor me all night long. Oh, my um, God. And twice on Sunday. Um, so, Ray. Perhaps a free sponsorship. It would be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Miss Ray. Yes. What tickled your pickle? Oh. Not a lot. I mean, this is a week, man. <laughs> this is a fucking week. I was oh, sick. No. I was, yeah, I had the flu. So that was awesome. Wait, how did I not know that? God, I'm a good friend. Because <laughs> I was like, I just was like KO pretty much the whole week. Like, I, there was also a scare that could have possibly had COVID. So oh, I was like yes. really in a great place. Yeah. Um, mentally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. So um, 
I planted some stuff. Oh, that's it. I ordered some plants, some bushes and stuff. So I'm going to have like Yay. seven blackberry bushes coming. Yes. And I nom, planted nom, stuff. Nom. Yes. I'm so excited. Some hydrangeas and I planted peas. I love and, hydrangeas. Yeah. They're I so in the front. So yeah, I mean, that's. Talk about, you sent me a picture of something you did in your backyard. What did you do? <laughs> what did I do? Can I just tell you? Yeah, because I can't. Umbrella remember. with the lights. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, you sent me that too. That looks super so cute. pretty. <laughs> the boots with the fur. Yeah. <laughs> umbrella with the lights. That's right. Yes. Yeah, so I got a new umbrella. umbrella. With the lights. With the lights. <laughs> I got a new umbrella for outside. And uh, they now make so you can have, um, there's actually umbrella. Um, Light, string lights because you can buy one that has lights in it but it's like 150 bucks ain't nobody got time for that so mm-hmm. i found the lights to go with it and they're solar lights uh so solar powered so you don't ah. even have to really use batteries or anything if they're wonderful shit. yeah Beautiful. i'm very excited about it. yeah so my, yeah, I, know. my I really want to do it my backyard's getting close to being like hey anybody want to hang out in my backyard no okay <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh my god i like how in your fantasies you're still rejected what the fuck <laughs> yeah, i know my god it's like really sad fantasies yeah, dude <laughs> jesus welcome to my world <laughs> wow okay i'm so kidding fucking dark fast we haven't well, even let's, gotten let's, to the movies yet i know <laughs> let's, let's bring it up let's bring it up it's pride month let's bring it up so it. what are we talking about today we are talking about uh, two movies by the great, uh, one of the more uh, first open for oh, first okay. openly gay openly gay directors, director. James mm-hmm. Whale, who uh, four four of the I think twenty six movies he did, four mm-hmm. of them were horror movies, and so yeah. he kind of became somewhat. He didn't want to stick to one stigma, and he didn't want to be stigmatized into one, you know, like genre. Of the, yeah, right. You know, he didn't want to do like the, one of the first movies he did was a post World War One movie, mm-hmm. and he didn't want to be known for just that. So then he kind of went spooky, yeah. and when he did a few of those, he's like, okay, I need to go to another adventure, like romantic comedies and um, romances and dramas and stuff. Um, but four of the movies that he did, uh, two of them we watched. Uh, the old dark house from 1932 mm-hmm. and um <clears throat> then the, before that was frankenstein from in 1931 um but we watched the old dark house from 1932 and bride of frankenstein from 1935 because no go ahead oh no sorry. <clears throat> and so one is post uh or sorry pre <clears throat> Hayes code or production yes. code and the other one is post production production code and so when we get into it i will Very talk a little obviously. bit <laughs> yes i will talk to you about the haze code how it came to be and and you'll know the difference <laughs> so um <laughs> what we're gonna do is we will Hang um on. yeah i have a surprise for you guys <gasps> I'm you, have excited, okay. you have a factoid what <laughs> I know, like- really glorious gasps and your faces were so nice <laughs> really just like adore you both so much okay so <laughs> before you go to break i wanted to bring a little bit of chiclet book club podcast <gasps> yes yes i did is it a penis it it is not it could be i guess like i mean you know is it an i plant i it, again could be <laughs> okay. uh i have a thing that ray actually gave me in the other room i could go get it oh. i mean yeah. Well. No. He- <laughs> <laughs> I 
couldn't do see my eyes and I realized what she was talking about. (laughs) Is what it is. We are better friends for it. Okay. Yes. Anywho, so something that we have started to do kind of randomly on our show, which I really enjoy, is a quiz at the beginning where Ray asks me. Ray leads me through a quiz. So here's the thing, because there are two of you, I literally have it open on my phone and my laptop so that you can both give me different answers. Ah, So we can find out which one of you, uh, everyone has a cult favorite horror movie that matches their persona. Here's yours. (gasps) All right. So I will lead you through. You have to choose a creature. That's the first one. I will give you, and I will give you options. Werewolf, vampire, succubus, Demon, poltergeist, or witch? Oh, vampire. Sure. The show. Okay. <laughs> Ray? They're sexy. <laughs> they are. Succubuses are. are sexy too, though. <sighs> Werewolf. Okay. I don't, also, I, I'm just, I honestly, want to go something a little different. I want to go something different. Still sexy. I've read plenty uh-huh. of wolf romance at this point. I, <laughs> I you know, story. like, true story. Okay. Choose a horror flick. Invisible Man, Dracula, The Exorcist, It, Rosemary's Baby, or Friday the 13th? It. Oh, damn. Okay. I was going to go that one, too. Um, I'm going to go something different. No, let's go do, I want to go different. I want to see what the result is. Um, I'm going to say Friday the 13th. Okay. I was expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, this Choose- is so fun. <laughs> I'm so glad. <laughs> This would really suck if you were not having a good time. Okay. Oh my God. Choose a final girl. <gasps> oh, oh no. Okay. <laughs> this is hard. Okay. I'm sure the first one is not a surprise. Lori Strode from Halloween, uh-huh. Sydney Prescott from Scream, Nancy Thompson from A Nightmare on Elm Street, Ellen Ripley from Alien, Sally Hardesty from oh. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, or Alice Hardy from Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. Ripley. I knew you were gonna. I was saving it for you. I knew you were gonna say Ripley. So I will go with Nancy Thompson. All right, locked in. Okay. I'm your boyfriend now, Nancy. Ready for time? Time, bitch. Sorry. I think we're all realizing why I read romance novels. Um, okay. <laughs> All right, choose a weapon. Okay. Ghost faces knife, leather faces chainsaw. <laughs> um, this is Freddie's clove, but I'm going to assume it means his glove. glove. Okay, there you go. His clove cigarettes. His clove cigarettes. That's his, <laughs> that's his actual weapon. Uh, Sweeney Todd's razor, Jason's Ooh. machete, or Ripley's blaster. Sweeney Todd. <laughs> I'm obsessed with that musical. Sweeney Todd. Um, I'm also not surprised by this. Uh, no, <laughs> I am gonna go with the chainsaw because the saw is family. <laughs> oh, jeez, saw is family. Saw is family. Oh, my goodness, yeah. <clears throat> sex is sex, but the saw is family. Uh, wow, yeah, no, that's we, a quote. We're <laughs> one of the ones we really don't like. Yeah, no, it's really bad. Yeah, I've not gotten movie. myself through all of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre ones yet. Um, okay, choose a death. Oh. Beheading, Ooh, falling okay. from a height, Ooh. stab wound, explosion, gunshot, no thanks, I'm a final girl. Oh, no uh, thanks, no I'm thanks. a final We're both going to take that one. <laughs> no thanks. 
the thing. Although I do so want to say is all I could think of was falling was like, it's all for you, Damien. It's all for yeah, you. Yeah, that. It would be very that. <laughs> oh, that movie's garbage. Anyhow. Um... Okay. We have a result for both of you. And I'm excited to say that they are different results. Oh! Hey. Okay. Ween, you got the Blair Witch Project. Oh, what? Yeah, it says careful what you go looking for in the woods. Creepy dolls and abandoned houses aren't the only thing you'll see tonight. Oh, tonight. Fuck. That's tonight, man. <laughs> tonight, man. You walk tonight, home. man. Oh my God. Um, and Ray, you got Jennifer's body. <laughs> They're like, you might be a little gay. <laughs> <laughs> Just a touch. Just a yeah. touch. They're like, you know, actually, now I think about it pretty close pretty close it says watch out this it girl isn't just a hit with the guys she's literally a man eater well i i was gonna go um (laughs) i was gonna pick succubus for a second so ah okay yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep 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 Yep. anywho that is the surprise that i oh i I love it i love it love it yeah that was thank you thank you you liked it yay (laughs) loved it on that wonderful note, we'll be back. We'll take two a two. brief, what is it called, Veronica? A respite. Yes. <laughs> and we'll be back in two and two. Do it. And we're back. <laughs> we're back, bitches. I see that in both, both podcasts. <laughs> totally fine. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. I mean, it's just... <laughs> did, did, did the yeah. succubus take over your body? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> the, the cat noise, I like that. Um, <laughs> kind of like, see, that's yeah. We'll get into that anyway. So, so go ahead. no, so buttons go. <laughs> uh, you were gonna tell us something about queer. Well, um, I was gonna. So the reason why uh, Ray and I chose the movies we chose. Um, <clears throat> the reason why we chose these two movies is we were we were looking in general for movies that were very popular and kind of highly praised in the gay culture and these were high up on the list both of them um for various reasons um which made us kind of look into queer film theory and why certain movies are that aren't overtly you know sexual or or um kind of scream gay right why they are highly highly sought after in the gay community um queer film theory a little bit about it is focused on analyzing the many mismatches between gender sex and desire present in our art even beyond what may have been intended by the creator so it may not be obvious it may not have been intentional um, in queer theory, we analyze and contest the ways in which society categorizes sexuality and gender, moving away from a heteronormative approach and seeing sexual and gender identities as fluid and individualized. So when we look at a movie like Bride of Frankenstein, what does that mean? Um, and why Bride of Frankenstein as opposed to Frankenstein the first, um, the first movie? In the first movie, Frankenstein the monster is the monster he's the antagonist through through most of not all the movie because he's you know he just wakes up and he's 
and he just destroys everything. Bride of Frankenstein, he's kind of the sympathetic hero of the movie. Well, you know, empathize a lot with him as he's an outsider. I did find um, this uh, essay, that, uh, dissertation that was written by this, um, his name is Michael Lapas Sinatra. And he actually talks about Frankenstein, uh, the, the, you know, the first Frankenstein, the, the novel Frankenstein, actually. Yeah. He's actually yeah. comparing it to Kenneth Branagh's Frankenstein, but that's garbage. So we're not going to do that. Um, it's garbage. But- <laughs> it's garbage. The cabbage. Any. <laughs> um, and uh, he actually talks about Frankenstein, the doctor being the actual otherness, being the representation yeah. of homosexuality. Um, he says in the novel, Victor, Fr- Victor Frankenstein, uh, which is interesting because they call him Henry. They the ha- yeah, movie. in the movies, they call him Henry. I, don't, mm-hmm. I wonder why they changed that. Pro- probably just- Less German. Uh, <laughs> could be. Yeah, could be. Uh, Victor yes. is obsessed with the creature who repeatedly makes his pulse beat faster and his brow sweat. For instance, Victor declares, I remembered also the nervous fever with which I had been seized just at the time I dated my creation. Victor also reacts nervously to his father's comment. For some time, I was lost in conjecture as the cause of your unhappiness. But yesterday, an idea struck me and it was well formed. I conjure you to avow it. Reserve on such a point would not only be useless, but draw down trouble misery on us all. Terrible misery on us all. To which Victor reacts by trembling violently at this exordium. Victor's father goes on to say with much more uh, prescience than Victor gives him credit, that you may have met with another whom you may love and considering yourself as bound to honor to your cousin, meaning Elizabeth, because he marries Mm -hmm. his cousin. uh, This struggle may- As one did in the day. (laughs) True. Right, as you did. As you Uh, did. um, This struggle may occasion the poignant misery which you appear to feel. Uh, Victor reassures him that he loves his cousin was he does so in terms that explicitly offer an alternate love to the suspected heterosexual relationship father victor's father also fears i never saw any woman who excited as elizabeth does my warmest admiration and affection i mean talk about your your brow beats like sweat and your heart beats faster when you're talking about a creature this creation right but i she's kind of cool <laughs> she's all right, she's all right she's i guess nice. <laughs> yeah and he's like like she says like victor himself although he's certainly much more excited physically by the thought of the creature and it's physically and his physical presence than he is about elizabeth that's interesting because like so back i don't know during the i don't know when you think of ancient romans and, and um ancient greece um heteros or homosexuality was very prevalent and very normalized because a lot of men felt that a lot of men and you know had other men as lovers because Mm -hmm. it was more of an intellectual connection they felt they were more intellectually connected to to other men than they could ever have with a woman Right. And so, like a lot of well, times women aren't allowed to know anything. So well, I guess. Right. Right. That, and th- when they, part, right, of, but- <laughs> part of their training, actually they're, they're like, they're, they're like actual um, army training or their like physical training was they ended up being paired with an older man who at some point they probably would, they would have had sex with. That was just how it worked. Um, yeah. yeah. And then, I mean, I was just listening to a um, You're Dead to Me uh, episode, just one, one recently with Stephen Fry, and they're talking about <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Frederick the Great, which did not know, I mean, because I don't know European history that much. No. Outwardly gay, outwardly gay for the 1700s was like, hey, I'm here, queer, get used hey! to it. Hey! <laughs> 
um so it's like it's just it's interesting where the anomalies are like because when we're talking about england especially and i know we talked about this before on our podcast it's like it was illegal i mean it was not great here at all no but it was illegal to be gay in yeah. england yeah i mean until the 60s right yep 67 mm-hmm. yeah um, it's not that long ago no it, it was, was not, not the, it was but, not <laughs> no but the thing is, so is when they turn that, if they turn it with a relish, they're like, everybody can get married. <laughs> like, okay, cool. I mean, awesome. But it was like, <gasps> you bad kitty. <laughs> no. He's on the table. Yeah. Um, Shelly's husband said this. So Mary Shelley's husband said, um, it's obvious that Victor, Victor suffers from womb envy. In his whole project, yeah, shows the extent of his wish for- he's trying to create. Sup, su- oh. The extent of his wish for supplementing women's reproductive power by male scientific approach to creation of life. Huh. Right, right. Well, okay. when we get to it, it's two dudes making a lady. It is. <laughs> it two is dudes, indeed. Two dudes making a lady. Yep, yep. it sure is. Sherman, yep. see Sherman's little whiskers. <laughs> Sherman's like, I am here. Talk about being here and queer. Get out of here. <laughs> don't, don't get used to it. Get out of here. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, do you, I'm sorry. I derailed your your queer theory. I'm so sorry. No, you didn't. No, this is how you get a conversation started. This is all good. Um, <laughs> I drove down it's so all many these ra- things. I drove down so many fucking rabbit holes, guys. I did too, honestly. I mean, there, there were a lot of rabbit holes to jump down, to be um, honest. And I will have on this one because I feel like I should, because it feels like there's, I did steal, not steal, I researched. So I took stuff from different articles. <laughs> I will be including the, the citations on the episode when we post it. Oh, yeah. And that, um, the quote I just read was um, paraphrased from this guy named Matt Draper on YouTube who discussed this movie in particular, uh, discussed Bride of Frankenstein in particular in queer f- film theory. So check that check that out, um, which is where I got my info. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what I, so yeah, what I was kind of going, what I was talking about, you know, that ancient Greece and men uh, having intellectual love for each other um, so much so that like it's often turned into a sexual affair um, not affair but it's you know sexual relationship mm-hmm. is I feel like that can be attributed to Vic to Henry <laughs> in this movie yeah Henry Frankenstein and his love for his science and his work and his career and he loves his work just as much as he I mean it's it's physical embodiment of a person um and as and but i like that um other theory that you talked about that he was womb envious because he could not create himself he needed to create well shelly herself was i mean in the conclave of friends that they had like was very much like she she had um lesbian couples that she was friends with in fact there was a lesbian couple that was trying to get out uh of the country and they couldn't get a passport um, and she actually ended up making it work and getting them out. Um, but she was very, I mean, cause that was just, that was, that was that little, you know, that group of writers. I mean, you have Byron who's, I mean, everyone knows he's like, you know, he's Lord he Byron. Fluid, fluid, right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> sticking it wherever he could stick it. Um, yeah. <laughs> you could stick it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, have you seen, have you seen pictures? I mean, have you seen paintings of him? I don't know. I don't know if I'd let, 
I mean, I probably would because he was like, you know, say something sexy, but mm, I don't know. More about him. More about him later. Um, <laughs> not all in looks. Sometimes it's personality, man. Yep. 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 I bet you he had all kinds of diseases. The pox. I bet you he had the genital pox. Anyhow, he probably did. <laughs> Let's be real. Yeah. Um. So talking about so we were mentioning earlier about Hayes code so what happened in hollywood is pretty much like um what happened was <laughs> what happened was <laughs> so uh let me find uh there's actually a quote from uh one of these uh sherman um, <laughs> um so what happened was the Hayes code or the production code Such as it was referred to <laughs> he's a handsome man mm-hmm. um was set up uh, as a as to the growing number of concerned held by the religious right and even from the pulpit of the Catholic Church. The production code set out to censor any content that was deemed indecent. Sure. In the eyes of the code, any form of overt sexuality that was not considered heteronormative was perverted and needed to be shielded from the eyes of America. So in this code, You'll notice there there are prohibit yeah, prohibitions on nudity, suggestive dances, discussions of sexual perversity, nudity again. Okay, um, more nudity, okay. even more, more nudity, like additional nudity, nudity. all the nudity, <laughs> upper male torso. If, um, in case you here's, forgot, also nudity. It is <laughs> repeating. Nudity, um, ridiculous, superfluous use of liquor, ridicule. Oh, uh, Miss Miss Gent miscegenation which i believe is isn't that uh uh non-segregation doesn't that mean mingling of it's interracial i think it's interracial uh pairings i believe cute cute Adorable. love it great thank you for bringing racism into it also yep. yeah love it great lustful, lustful kid kissing scenes of passion yep so yeah. that's sometimes why, i'm yeah. like we were founded by puritans like yeah, it's just yeah. like, so you know, obvious to me movies in the 40s were like you know like they're gonna go make out but they're just gonna like do this and they're just gonna rub their their, their cheeks on each other that's mm-hmm. that's and so I, when we get to well we can this go why people are afraid to talk about sex what's why they're ashamed yep. to talk about sex yes because exactly. it was not allowed to be shown so people felt like it wasn't normal yeah, yeah. um yep and like, you, can, you can definitely see that probably one of the reasons why this code came about is our first movie that we're going to talk about, which is the old dark house. Oh my gosh. This oh my movie God. is so because, camp and so as, wild. Because as of the second movie, which is, you know, you got to look for those, those uh, tropes of homosexuality. You don't got to look far in the old dark no. house. No, nope, look far. So book it's so the old dark house based on a book by jb Priestley. it's called the book itself is called benighted um this was actually they redone in 1957 um but i guess it was hokier how could it be hokier but it was fucking hokier how and it's pretty much similar in title only about this point but um this is actually an inspiration of the rocky horror picture show so um oh interesting uh-huh that um, makes a lot of sense huh. So as we're going through this, and I don't know if you guys noticed, did you notice that there was no soundtrack besides the title? The rest no. of it was, there was no soundtrack. 
I didn't notice that. Really? Wow. Mm-mm. It was just the storm, just the sound winds, effects, mm-hmm. oh, and the rain yeah. splatter. Um, Interesting. I did not that, notice that. That yep. heightens really awkward scenes too. That uh, it does. oh yeah, because it was. There were a lot of moments that was well. Mm-hmm. Like, and the other thing that they like it definitely heightened was they they lo- used illumination sparingly, springing only from flickering fireplaces and sporadic candles split up. That's why some of those shadows are so fucking are spooky. so intense yeah yes. yeah especially morgan mm-hmm. uh boris karloff is his his shadows especially at one point it took my breath away i actually said that's beautiful it was like it was the point where it was spooky but it was like that's a gorgeous shot it was just it was very very the imaging was you know it was great um yeah, yeah it was it was really good Stuart actually so glorious Stuart plays our um so the little lady from titanic um plays our (laughs) our lead ingenue in this um she later she at some point said uh whale had her switched from a rain-soaked garb into a flowing white gown so she would appear more like a white flame all the things were about flame in this movie interesting flame let me just say that again flame Flame. (laughs) well And the House of Femme. Let's start there. Oh my <laughs> fucking God. But before we do, it was a dark, stormy night. <laughs> oh, it was. It was. And don't we have this 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 car? Oh, this these these two in the front seat. Oh my gosh. That is couple goals to me. They were like sassing each other. I fucking love <laughs> newlyweds. It. They're newlyweds. Yeah, they were just like over it. And they have their dude friend in the back who's tenderal. Pendrel, who's asleep during this um the, the clothes are all over the place costumes are over not as much in bride of frankenstein holy god the costumes oh, yeah. that were They're so historic yeah oh yeah um, huge it was weird um the so it's a dark stormy night two men and a woman attempt to drive through the muddy mountainside of shrewsbury going to shrewsbury talk and- about shrewsbury all about shrewsbury Shrewsbury, Shrewsbury. <laughs> I couldn't, and no one could get, a, I could not get a handle on anybody's accent, like, except for like the husband, yeah. Philip's yeah. accent. Um, what's his name? Pendrels was, go, would come and go, would come and go. And Gloria yeah. Stewart's would come and go. Yeah. Um, it I'm was like, a bit, but it's yeah. fine. Yeah. I looked up. Also, go ahead. Well, I looked up like why people talked like that. Yeah. Back in the day. They because I knew like there was a reason. Yes, exactly. Like they were taught to speak mm-hmm. like that it was not like a regional accent or anything it was taught to actors and announcers yeah, yeah. like people did not talk like that what no why no, it's, i don't it's like um it well it's kind of like that there's a skit on silent live when, when zoe Deschanel was on where she's like she comes in it's supposed to be like working in a um an office like at a, a um at a newspaper and everyone's like ah oh, see everyone's talking like this see and she's like i don't what is happening? <laughs> like, she's like, why are you talking that way? But it, it makes no like, sense. It doesn't, but that's just, that's how the movie, yeah. Cause in, in, but you could definitely tell Philip was English. Joe Gloria Stewart's not. Yeah. Right. So I, yeah, it was a, it was a, it's a mystery. Movie magic. Movie yeah, magic. All, <laughs> it was, it was mostly women more than men that were taught, that were taught by the movie studios that were taught to speak this way that had to speak. Well, and there's years, also like yeah. the New England accent too, which was very posh, you know, muffy, yeah. muffy. Bravo. Mm. Mm. Um, <laughs> I, lo- I love it. So it's bravo. Well, it is pouring down in this car. Yeah. So it's it is pouring. It's, th- it's 
there's fucking landslides all around them. They're in the fucking mud. Trying and it's mm-hmm. there. It's 1932, so they've got just bought like one of the first Model Ts almost. Yep, yeah, like, and there's no coverage. They're rain no. soaked. Yeah, there's no like windows. No, no. they pull no. a map out, and it was the funniest fucking thing. She <laughs> oh pulls his head yeah. up. She's like, "Can you see where we're going?" He's. She's like, "It's a puddle." He's like, "Well, it seems to represent this country quite well. Everything's underwater." I was like, <laughs> yes. Love it, sassy. I love it. So good. Um, um, and he drove through this huge fucking. He kept driving. I know. I was like, you would why never would have you... been able to drive through that. You would have hide no. your so goddamn fast. <laughs> no, that's not possible. You that car had not through that puddle. No, there would have not, that. As soon as they hit the water, it would have the right. engine would have just been blocked. Yep. I mean, there would right. been nothing. Yeah, yeah, no fucking way. There's and no way. No. Um, somehow, movie magic. They go yes. out. They find out. They find the titular old dark house yeah they approach an old house along the road and stop for the night because they got basically landslided to it like they yeah. passed mm-hmm. down this Landslide muddy road and there's this brought us to the house mud yes. slide that like move like goes right behind the car and almost moves the car off the road yeah and that like, was definitely all like a toy car yeah. Oh, it was, oh yeah it was, it was so yeah. cute fantastic well and i have to say the yeah. model the model in the next one beautiful the first model that they of the house that they're in but yeah. the, like there's there's definitely some great model work in both of these it's just definitely. it's amazing yeah mm-hmm. yeah um then frankenstein's monster answers the door <laughs> <laughs> i will say that door opening though is creepy as fuck yes yeah like yes. when and just, just, just a little so bit you just see like one side of his face you're just yeah. like you can still see there's that's like on a, the cover scar that's, in his nose. Mm-hmm. yeah it's on the that cover of the yeah as fuck and he just mumbles. So it's Boris Karloff. And yeah. he's, he's, yeah, he just, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, that Boris Karloff can star in all these movies and have non-speaking roles. Good for him. Well, he right? speaks the next one. <laughs> speaks the next one. There is a, he has, there's a really good, um, documentary on Shutter. Skyrocketed to fame on like non-speaking yes. roles. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and he, so, so he a little bit about. He was a stunt actor. He was a stunt actor. And he went, it broke his heart like the day that he had to drown Maria in Frankenstein because mm-hmm. there was a documentary on Shudder and he taught and they talking to him and like actually talked to his daughter and he was bereft about it he's like I can't do this like he was like I don't they had to talk him into doing it because he's like he had children and he's like I've got to pretend to drown this child and and I remember he they, he said he was like it was just not a good day for him because he throws yeah. her in the water and she drowns but and he doesn't understand like the monster doesn't understand yeah. and like you have to you have to look at it that way but he was just a, he was a sweet man so they play all these monsters and this man yeah. is so utterly adorable and he's just this cute little hungarian man he's just not little he's a big man but he's pretty tall so, anyhow <laughs> He's, big, yeah, he's a big boy. He was a big boy. Yes. Um, I have more comments about all that, but we will talk. <laughs> we'll talk about it when we get there. Okay. Well. Uh, um, so uh, uh, Morgan does. Morgan, the butler, let, lets him in. We don't know his name yet. No, but someone does say even well sound uh, not sound like that. Because <laughs> they're like, did you know what he? Do you understand what he just said? And this one oh, was yeah. even well stone uh, not sound like that. Yes. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Bird, bird to the Welsh, man. The quotes in this movie are so funny. They're oh, so yes. good. I laughed out loud a lot at this movie, I have to say. It was really funny. Um, um, so then a, a, a gentleman comes down the stairs to greet them. Horace Femme. Oh, my God. He's one of the gentlemen of the house. Looks like um, a bat. Yeah, he does. 
he's he's got like very sunken in eyes he's an mm-hmm. older gentleman very skinny very lanky um he's later joined by his whatever sister <laughs> oh but he has the best line before that before so they're like trying like we need to stay can you let us stay it's pouring outside and he's like going around he's like i don't know i had to ask my sister and he comes up to this bowl of flowers yes. he goes i was gonna bring this up she goes he goes uh she was at one point arranging these flowers and he just throws them in the fire them in the fire like i laughed so fucking hard he wrote lol throwing those flowers in the fire <laughs> brother and sister oh my god picking it was on each beautiful. other forever oh it was beautiful it. oh but he <laughs> mints like this man minces everywhere in this i mean like yeah it, there's there's no there's there's no you know denying that this is supposed to be he's he's you know um uh carded as gay as effeminate his last name's fucking femme i mean come on like it's true yeah yeah. I never caught this. Oh, Rebecca. Rebecca is a sister. Rebecca's a sister. And, and she's, she's partially deaf. deaf. Yeah. It's oh, like, my God. Loud as fuck. And oh, my God. Like, no, they can't say here. No bags. No bags. No. <laughs> It was, like a, fucking, it was like a Jim Henson creation. That's what it was like. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. She looks like like a half gypsy, half skexy. <laughs> yes. Or uh, what's, his name? what's his name from uh, Star Wars? The uh, what's, oh god, oh little thing. I'm and by by um, oh, Jabba. What the hell's his name? I cannot help you at all. Oh, <laughs> yeah. What's his name? Oh god. I don't know, but I know that thing. That yes. <laughs> I should know this, and it's like I'm. It's a she lot basically right does sound like that. Like she laughs yeah. like yeah. that. She looks like a witch. I mean, and she's yeah. not the only one that laughs like this in the house. But we'll oh get no, True. we'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. Um, but yeah, she keeps saying the house is safe because it's built on rocks. But she does kind of like put the fear of God into Horace. She's like, all the roads are out. You know that we're we're trapped here, but we'll be safe. Cause we, you know, there's, cause it's built on rocks and we'll build up higher, but he's right, like, the house he's, will be safe. yeah, he's now freaking out. Like he's scared and we don't know really why. And I don't think we actually get an answer for that as to why he's scared about being underwater. I mean, there's no really reason that's going to happen, it's, it's but it's not the water. It's the being trapped in the house. Mm-hmm. And Horace later, which I think him. later we can understand why. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he warns them that Morgan, the butler, can be rather violent when he's drunk and is prone to drinking on a dark, on a stormy night. Great. <laughs> Excellent. And he yeah. warns, he warns the wife, Margaret. Specifically. Yeah. 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 Well, he also then he brings in gin, which I laughed because he also brings in gin in in the bride of frankenstein too i was like this bitch oh, i noted gosh. that and this in both movies gin. yes. in both movies he says yes. um i like gin it's my only we, we, vice weakness. or like my only weakness or something both yes. movies he says that it's i so think good. it's probably the same bottle and glasses too probably possibly. probably this bitch loves gin a lot i also wrote down gin i like gin too bro <laughs> <laughs> me too me too what's up bro i see you <laughs> well i just think it's really interesting that of all the people that are still left because um philip has gone to move the car into the into the stables is the only one he asked to actually have a drink with is pendrel and he specifically says will you have a drink with me and then he's like oh i guess we should give these these other bitches to take it out yeah. here but it's because it's, it's another woman there but he specifically only says it to pendrel because he's the only man that's there because pendrel is swoon worthy he's pretty he's pretty sexy. he's pretty handsome it's pretty yeah. easy on the ojos uh-huh uh but the, yeah the, the um 
sister leads um uh philip to a place where she or, or sorry no it's uh, margaret to because she's like can you can you i need to change out of these clothes that we get the and then most... she's like oh, you should change out of those clothes like she's yeah. <laughs> Because as Margaret is saying, this, like, oh, you should change your clothes. I'm here. I'll lead you to a place where you can do that. Oh, I fucking loved her. We get and to then, this scene. This oh, scene, guys. I loved this scene. This is so fucking weird. The sister takes Mrs. Waverton, uh, Margaret, Mrs. Waverton, who's also Mrs. Waverton. Yeah, it took, I, it took me halfway to fig- the movie to figure out who what her first who, fucking name was. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I just had Mrs. It, w. It wasn't obvious. It. Yeah. Um, she takes her to a room to change and she monologues about how this was her sister's room and her sister was very promiscuous and uh, her father and brothers were sinful and uh, her father is 102 and still alive upstairs and her sister died in this room. Well, <laughs> like, as I, I Margaret like the mirrors, the mirrors were a nice touch. Yeah, that was yeah. cool. So uh, Elise Helford, uh, she's got an article called "Queering Classic Hollywood: James Whale and the Queer Delights of the Old Dark House." She Ooh. actually says, um, "Lesbian and possible incestuous desire becomes a tempting interpretation for Rebecca's excessive judgment, especially when we watch her close in close in on Margaret to finger her gra- gown in um in unsensible disgust, denouncing it as soft." sensual feel and that's when she reaches for her chest and um she also says like you know laughter and sin laughter and sin and that's the way she describes rachel so this rachel it was their sister that mm-hmm. died at 20 i think she said yeah like both of talk- the daughters died like around 20 or 21 or something like that. yeah and like she kept talking about how she had all of her women, her women, and um, how in the way that Rebecca describes the women is very sexual. Like she describes them as like their painted lips and their like luscious bodies and blah, 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 blah. I was like, yep. oh girl, do you not know? Wait, hold on. <laughs> like, hmm. I see that when she was describing that, I thought they were for that it was her father and her brothers that were inviting all these women no it was rachel oh well Mm -hmm. i I guess i assumed it was the men but i i mean maybe it was all of them i don't know i don't think that any of the men had any interest in any ladies possibly i think that there's a reason why i because you look i think you're led to believe that rachel died under mysterious circumstances Mm, yeah she urged her her spine was broken or something like that i think she felt uh at a, was it a horse she fell off of or something she fell and broke her back and was basically bedridden for the rest of her life but was, but yes died under mysterious circumstances i th- i honestly personally and this is just my own opinion i think rebecca killed her because she was jealous i think she was jealous because uh, rachel had was a yeah. lesbian and was able to like be with women and i think that yeah. she was possibly in love with her sister I do believe that that probably is like this. This woman said it's probably close. This movie's so fucking weird. I have no idea. Yeah. It's really weird. I'm like, there's a lot to going on. That information. Right yeah. Yeah. I mean, there is a lot going on in this film. There's a lot going on. Um, there are also- there are no kids. Like no. So like the father obviously was interested in women at some point, even if it was just a wormhole because yeah. like <laughs> well he had four five kids. Yeah. You know so like they came from somewhere. Well, there, there's another, there, someone else has a, a theory on the, on the father. Okay. We'll get there. We'll get there. Cause we'll, we'll meet him. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they all eventually, after she changes and she's. Holy God, Gloria Also, Stewart. like, Rebecca does not leave. I literally wrote, let the woman change her clothes in peace. Right? I know. Rebecca but she does doesn't. not leave. No. No. And, and also, until Margaret there's a knock just changes on the door. her clothes. Like, yeah. Well, she just does it. Think about those. So, you def- this is definitely a scene where this is pre code because, holy God, did Gloria Stewart get down to some, like, she um, got down her skibbies. Yeah, she got down to like a romper, basically. I was kind of surprised by that. Like, is this the 30s? And this woman is like, I was expecting her to walk behind like one of those old-fashioned, like changing mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the screen. Like I was thinking back to like the Titanic when like Rose goes behind a screen yeah. or whatever. Like that's what I was thinking of. Pre-code, they there was nudity in movies, pre-code. Like there was like not full out like penetration or anything like that, but there was like there were t- movies with topless women in. Yeah. And you know, thanks, Catholics. Yeah. Well, thanks for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, Gloria Stewart's a fucking hottie. I'm not gonna lie. She's gorgeous in this movie. Yeah, gorgeous. She's really fucking pretty. gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I want those the, the underwear set she had. It was super beautiful. Anyhow, yeah, super cute. Um, also, that dress. I mean, also, I want to look like her in that dress. Damn is dress. absolutely ridiculous. Oh yeah, it's stunning. I also Very love that stunning. she dresses in a fucking evening gown. Yeah, <laughs> she's I like, know. Oh. I was like, you are in this like old dark house with like <laughs> yeah you are with a bunch of strangers and did you go and like put on a different cute little traveling suit no you fucking didn't you got dressed up as if you were on the titanic going to dinner right well, yeah Kendall goes oh mrs w's making a party i was like yes i know is. like why party are you dressed like that party in phillips pants that's what she's taking it you had nothing warmer i know you like you were you know cold. what you got the, there. Uh, you this is what the audience said. Yeah, yeah, true. Is man, could she true. wear that dress too? God, could she wear that? She dress? wore the fuck out of it. But I'm saying we not. get to Smart. now the fucking one of the funniest fucking scenes. This is this. Oh my this god, dinner scene. The dinner scene is so fucking weird. They also oh, down at dinner. Does anybody have the quotes of what he what um uh Horace says when he, when she brings up seeing a, a prayer? No. <laughs> that was so funny. he says he starts something like your strange tra- tribal habitat habits and something like bowing or just bestowing a blessing upon the food or something like that <laughs> i want i was like oh shit because i couldn't get it to pause because i was gonna go back and write it down because it was yeah. so fucking funny it was something along the lines of well obviously you can't eat until you bless it like right. <laughs> it was yeah they were, yeah. he they give each other so much shit and I love it. It's so funny. They're like an old married couple, but they're not. They're brother and sister. They're just old. <laughs> like shit. I have, one, so I have one phrase for you. Have a potato. Oh my have, god. I wrote it down in all potato. caps. Have a potato. <laughs> it was like it like ended it ended scenes and started. <laughs> I literally at one point I was like, I swear to God, the the the, the next part, like more people show up. Yeah. And I was like don't fucking say, do not offer them a fucking potato because they said it so many times. I was just like, say it one more time. Say it again. Like, oh God. So to me, this is a Margaret is weirded out by Rebecca. So she's like, she could sit next to her at dinner. But she's like, oh fuck no, Philip, you're sitting next to her. Oh yeah, she hang. even so, says, Philip. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, you're going to sit here. <laughs> and they're having roast beef. And, roast and, the, and potatoes. And pota- uh-huh. Obviously potatoes and bread. And rebecca eats so fucking weird she eats like she's never she eats, eaten before she also takes like all the pickled onions yes okay so <laughs> that like morgan comes around like with this jar thing and she just like yeah. starts taking them out and like mr Wait, veronica then- was watching with me and he was like 
<laughs> what is that? Like, what is she eating? And then it gets around the table and then Porterhouse, which is never not fucking funny to me. Yeah. is like, he's like, no pickled onions for me. And I was like, wait, she was just shoveling pickled <laughs> onions. In but she just like, she, she had to have like onion, meat, and then bread, like each, yeah. each bite. Every, oh. and she so, ate so fast. Like it was yeah. the last meal. My Estonia yeah. was like really going up. Oh, I know. I, mine too. I was like, bah, bah. especially with Rebecca. I was like, Ugh. and it just reminded me of Ray in The Force Awakens, where she makes she 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 gets very little food. She's like, I'm like oh, it was just creeping me out. I'm like, no, we don't need to eat. Like we've never eaten food before. Um, we like you said. Like so, there's another group that comes in mid like while they're eating. And it is Sir William Porterhouse. <laughs> he looks like uh, a porterhouse steak. Um, yeah, that's why it's funny. Yeah, it's played by uh, Cl- uh, Clayton. No, Cl- uh, I think I still have it up. Yeah, Clayton. He's been in a bunch of stuff. I recognized him. There was an old black and white version of Les Misérables, and he played Javert. Really? Oh, yeah. and that Manchester uh, Charles Lawton. Charles. Oh, Lawton. yes, Thank that's you. right. That's right. And that yeah. Manchester accent he's got in this one. Holy oh, God! Oh, oh my God! He's listed as Sir William Porterhouse. Yes, yes that's right. That's right. That's how he's introduced. Yes, right. I had like forgotten that. Yeah. I wrote. I'm assuming that's not a royal given honorific. I'm sure that he's like gave it to himself and kind of find out he did. It's fine. Um, because he's totally cool. He's Hugo he Reich. He's <laughs> like he's yeah. new money. He also brings in his gal pal, Gladys Duquesne. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They Perkins. also are seeking. <laughs> they, is... al- Go ahead. they also are seeking shelter from the storm. They are very loud and boisterous. Yep. I said, is Gladys already drunk? She seems like it. Probably. <laughs> Actress and possibly the character. Oh, wait, no, um, I also she's... said, Jesus, just kick them back out into the storm. Fucking annoying. She literally at certain points goes wee like yeah. a couple times. Oh yeah. And there's I, even a part where she gets a change of shoes and she starts dancing in them and da, 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 and like doing a soft shoe and oh, oh it's my. uh yep. There's a lot there. There's a there's there's a lot. They um end dinner and then oh, they all yes, pers- Veronica. Mr. Veronica has locked himself out of the house. All right, we'll be here. And then they finish dinner and they sit around the fire and just, they, uh, um, they're drinking gin, aren't they? No, they're drinking port, I think, because at some point Pendrel's like, let's get this party started. There's fucking whiskey in the yeah, car. Yeah, he's like, I have whiskey yeah. in the car. I forgot all about it. And then Gl- uh, Gladys. Can we now um, find out her name is Perkins? Perkins. Mm-hmm. Gladys Perkins. Perkins. And so Ann Perkins. <laughs> Ann Perkins. Um, <laughs> I have a question about her at some mm-hmm. point. We can get there. Um, also in my notes, I have Mr. Veronica is asleep. <laughs> I was going to ask you if Mr. Veronica liked it. Obviously not. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's that so much as just like being stationary on a couch at 11 p.m. or like yep. whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. You know. Yep. I don't think it had so much to do with the movie itself. I think he would fall asleep during... Almost anything. Um, possibly yeah. not a Michael Bay movie, but possibly anything with that, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anywho, yeah. I also, during this, I wrote, uh, this conversation is very intense for strangers. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Like y'all Porter, don't even know each other. Yeah. Right. Porter, Porter has a monologue about God. his life history, about how dead wife and yeah. It's and it's really sad, actually. I know. Super sad. He, like, it, and it's really interesting that he's really the only character that we get some real backstory on. The other ones are kind yeah, of nobody else. Level. Nobody yeah. else. Yeah. I mean, not I'll, even the people we saw in the very beginning. No, no, not even yeah. The, the our heroes really like the really the, the, yeah. No. So then the uh, Pendril and Gladys go out to the storm to get whiskey out of the car. Meanwhile, Morgan is getting hammered. Morgan the butler. In the kitchen. Yeah. He reaches. So because Gladys is like, she thinks she, well, she did. She locked herself out of the house. Yeah. So she goes over the window, like get somebody like, hey, can you let me back in? And he's, yeah, he's fucking pounding it and liquor that is. And he goes to reach for her through the window and breaks through the glass. (laughs) But also these windows had bars on them. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> okay. So I mean, not a good sign. And after yeah, breaking the window, he sign. just walks back to whatever he was doing. He's yeah. just like, oh, drinking. Uh, it's got my yeah. name. <laughs> this has got my name. Oh, it's gin. It's gin. It's gin's got my name on it. Mm-hmm. Sling blade. Um, he sling bladed back over to drink some more uh, gin. <laughs> Did you? So at one point, you hear Gladys say that she's a chorus girl. This is when she's admitting yes. that her name is Perkins. Yeah. Is chorus girl like? code for horror or something like what i mean sort of yeah because like they're in the entertainment interest industry they they're they're on stage they don't get paid a lot of money think about like all your historical romances nobody like especially in england if you you were pretty much like they always say like most mistresses were opera singers Mm -hmm. dancers that sort of thing so it's it hasn't changed much in 1932 like it's no you're a loose woman let's just say that you're loose they, so they would consider loose right. ridiculous so. everyone fuck yeah. off fuck the patriarchy um anywho we can continue slip seat dicks well think anyway. also think about this too that was a big thing in that i mean that's what chicago i mean that's the whole thing yeah. of chicago is that like you know i mean and she was you know sleeping around with anybody pretty much at this point to get into whatever show she was trying to get right, into she's... in chicago mm-hmm. yeah um so he had it coming so Ah, nice. Um, All along, <laughs> okay. um, the, so at one, at one point, the electricity goes out. And oh, Porter yeah, says that no one can understand the electricity except for Morgan. I was like, really, Morgan? Oh, okay. Okay. Well, Morgan is drunk as fuck. So yeah, exactly. So he will not no be helping. Having that. So there. So, oh my gosh, this is so funny. Rebecca is ta- is telling Horace, we have to. You know, somebody has to get the lamp. You know, the lamp, the lamp. that's upstairs. <laughs> yes. And Horace like- is like <gasps> freezing up. And you're like, it's a fucking lamp. What is the big deal? And they kept going. I don't know if I'm strong enough to get the lamp. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> just big- get this fucking lamp and move on. How heavy <laughs> is this fucking lamp? Is it a uh, chandelier? No. Jesus fucking Christ! Just don't <laughs> see the coming. Let's just go and he's like well i and so um rebecca's like well take mr waverton with you take philip yeah. with you and so philip's like really you need me to go up with you <laughs> and and um this is where horace starts like he's a big strong man to go up with him <laughs> yeah i mean he's he, at one point he goes do you want to see what's in my room <laughs> yes he goes i want to show you a couple of things in my room i wrote what the fuck <laughs> And Philip is like, that's okay. Let's just get this. Let's lamp. just get the lamp. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I I'm wrote, good. Is, is Horace a vampire? That's what I wrote. I was like, is Horace a vampire? I don't understand what's happening. Obviously not a very good one because no. they're supposed to be very seductive. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to do somebody. Um, and so, so they, they they, as up- they go up, they hear strange laughter upstairs. <laughs> they hear strange laughter and Horace is too afraid and then sends uh, Philip to go up the rest just of the way alone. alone he's like yeah. just go get the lamp yourself i'm gonna go in my room and that like sort of is the How end many? of horse for this yeah movie. exactly yeah <laughs> he's like i thought about that too i was like where's where's horse like where's poochie where's where's horse like he just goes <laughs> into his room to beat off i guess i guess uh, toss I mean. off as the british would say he's gonna toss sure. off um yeah and then uh philip sees a service set out front of mm-hmm. this door where the lamp was and it's like there's food on there and there's yeah. you know, yeah. you know and, and, and the door is locked yeah from the outside like padlocked yeah. with padlocked. Like a giant uh like bar lock that goes across yeah. it right right yeah also Probably. which then begs the question why is there a fucking plate of food up there well as we learned in texas chainsaw massacre 3d <laughs> <laughs> they're keeping they're keeping something we've got to feed your prisoners yeah, well of course you do but like who just fucking leaves the plate there yeah why wouldn't they take it why down? wouldn't like, you take it back like, down it's not like it's he not like... brought it out and set it there and then locked himself back in yeah mm. creeper mm. maybe i, mean, I Morgan guess you have was... to indicate that there's something well, there's someone because in there probably because like either uh rebecca got it and put it out there and then she's too good to take it downstairs that's morgan's fucking job yeah he's the help okay okay <laughs> something um, um so Margaret at this point is left alone because Philip has gone upstairs. Philip and Horace are gone upstairs. Uh, uh, I don't remember what happens to... She gets frightened by the shadows. No, I know, but oh. I don't remember what happened to no, but then Morgan. Porterhouse. Oh, he, they're out in the car drinking whiskey. Por- Por- Porterhouse is inside. He just like fell asleep. He's kind of... Oh, right. Something happened to him. I don't... Oh no! Uh, Rebecca takes him to close a window in the spare room. Oh, that's oh, right, right, yeah. yes. So, right. Because so I also wrote that. Why the fuck would you open that window? Yeah. I Why know. did you do that? I know that was so fucking weird during a storm. Yeah. During yeah, a rain. That was storm. dumb. You no. Know? Yeah, that was stupid. Um, I don't know. So yeah, you're right. Porterhouse is trying to close the window with Rebecca. Is it Chekhov's gun? <laughs> Maybe she's that. Just, <laughs> so he had something to do to leave. Yeah. Um, Chekhov's window. Yeah. Chekhov's window. Um. So Margaret is left alone, and Morgan stumbles in after her. Um. She. she they kind I of was, do a toss. Well, this is after. Right. I was like this- yelling. I was like, Philip, where are you at, bro? Like, you right. just left your wife downstairs. Well, this is after she's doing, this is the other thought, the, the shadow puppet. She's doing That's, the Gremlins 2 shadow puppets on the wall. <laughs> and I was like, which is a beautiful scene. It is actually, mm-hmm. it is very like, cute. interesting. Productive wise, production wise, it's gorgeous because it's, she's like looming very big and she, then she, she, she starts doing the dove and a whatever. And, and then all of a sudden the shadow mm-hmm. changes to Rebecca coming to touch her breasts and like t- like push her push her chest again yeah and she goes yeah. ah! and she and then morgan's shadow looms and morgan comes in and Ugh. they have like a little chase around the whole place yeah and then she runs upstairs mm-hmm. um and finally reaches philip and philip fights him off oh my god at one point she tries to go outside because she's looking for someone yeah right yeah. like yeah, and yeah. then and i I wrote in all caps why would you go outside yeah and then like not she remember? kind of comes back in and morgan's well, hand like shuts the door he does yeah. and he then oh, he menaces crazy. her he like he's yeah. like I, and we don't really 
he's picked her and I'm, yeah. I'm guessing it's because she's beautiful and he wants her but he doesn't I don't think that's what it is I really I don't, don't. Know. I don't know it's we because we will find out something later about Morgan right so I don't know if that's what it is but he definitely menaces her up the stairs yeah like yeah. you said Philip's coming down and he's then, being very threatening yes yeah, yeah. um and then as, as I wrote in my notes, Philip then tells uh, Margaret he heard a voice behind the door upstairs and takes her to open the door. They pause for a, a respite on the stairs. Yeah. I was like, before they, they go in. Yeah. And they like, do say that. Yeah. Yeah, they respite. do. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, um, she just needs him to hold her for a minute. Cut, smash cut to the stables where Pendril and Gladys are not making out but they totally would be if this wasn't 1932 i kept waiting i was like when is the making out gonna start because like okay so this scene i fucking love this scene so much and i actually wrote this whole thing that what he says because i thought it was like (sighs) holy shit so he says i like you awfully she says i like you awfully and he says i and i you what are you thinking of (laughs) you may not be very pleased risk it i was thinking i'd like to pretend that i was your lover and that you were mine gladys body and soul i'd like to take you in my arms and hold you and press you to me very gently very tight and i'd like it too would you gladys perkins why then let's pretend oh it's so hot <laughs> oh my god i was like it's very hot <laughs> very romantic yeah i was i, I watched it twice i was like i can't Oh, that was like <laughs> that was gorgeous for this fucking. It movie. was, yeah, yeah. That was, was kind of when my feelings for him sort of turned around. Like I thought he was kind of obnoxious, and then Me like too. this, and I was like, Me too. Aw. yeah, oh, he's really looking sweet, romantic." <laughs> but that whole "why then let's pretend," I was like, "Oh, you, oh my god, yes, yes." <laughs> I just orgasmed. Yes, thank you. <laughs> but they do make they do sort of get it on here a little bit. Like they do, they do. do I have mean, a they kiss. finally kiss. They do yeah. finally kiss. I did write um, Pendrel's not going to make it out of here alive. <laughs> That's what I was like, he ain't making it out. No, nope. too nice. He's too nice. Um, they head back to the house. Ha- they eventually they head back to the house. He says to her, "I have something to ask you on the cold light of in the morning. cold light in of the morning." morning. morning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and because uh, she's she's decided that she's just leaving with him. She's leaving yeah. with Pendrel. Oh yeah, yeah. Part of the conversation that they have is her, um, you know, saying, "Oh, you know, Bill." meaning sir william bill he's a nice guy and all and he pays for stuff for me but he just wants company he doesn't mm-hmm. he's not in love with me and i'm not in love with him we're just friends right well she says she says if she was a better chorus girl she wouldn't be weekending with william but she yeah. probably would because he's nice enough i was like okay but she says that she doesn't they don't do anything like, yeah. i mean this is like again pre-code you could tell them like she's yeah. not she's not mincing words i mean no. she's saying like we don't fuck like that's right. what she's saying yeah. we don't and, touch we don't kiss we mm-hmm. don't know nothing nope he just um, wants company yeah a lady for company you yep. know and he's gonna pay for it um so then the uh they go inside they tell sir william that and he's oddly okay with it <laughs> and then as she leaves pendrel says to william i'm gonna marry her and yeah. uh he's kind of like he says it's the craziest thing i've ever heard um but i say and again again pendrel's not gonna make that no but bill's um, like more power to you that's cool yeah. whatever no, i think you're crazy i think you're both crazy but go for it 
Right. Um, <laughs> and then we get fi- finally, finally, Marge and Mar- Margie and Philip ma- make it upstairs. Yeah. Like, they finally get up there. I'm like, Jesus. Um, I wrote, and- oh, yes, of course, investigate the house. Why not? <laughs> right. You, what right. you what seen up you to now, do? What you see up to now has been totally fucking normal. Yeah, totally normal. There but is absolutely bitch. no reason to think that, that no. weird, like, cry for help you think you heard. Yeah. Yeah. That old bitch grabbing your tit. We eat the whole thing of onions. That's you not know, enough. The, the weird butler that just almost accosted you. Yeah, let's go look and see what's in this room that somebody's moaning behind. That sounds like a good fucking plan. Cool. Is this, hang on, is prior to the scuffle or? Because at one point. We mean. Mm, okay, keep going. It's, I think this is I think, after the scuffle with with Morgan. Yeah, because after the scene, they go back out and find him missing. Right. Okay. So that's what I was thinking. Like I couldn't yeah. remember when that happened because yeah. then like the, he knocks him out. Right. Yeah. On the stairs. And that's that's when they they take the break. They take the respite after he's knocked him out. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. yeah. And they and, and they, they break they... this coveted lamp over Morgan. Yeah. yeah. The lamp. <laughs> right. The lamp. T. Capital T. Capital E. Lamp. The only lamp in the tri-state area. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Morgan's goddamn ass. It was the fucking Shrewsbury Award lamp. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No Um, more light, I guess. Uh, Worth it. Oh, Oh, they meet. After they they stop and snuggle for a bit, they finally do go in the room. Um, They go in and find Sir Roderick Femme, the patron of the house, the man that's 102, the father. Um, this actor was obviously a woman. Can we Yes, agree? it was a woman, yes. Yes, and, and it was. We know that because yes. I looked at the uh, IMDb and this woman is also in The Bride of Frankenstein. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is she really? She sure is. Oh no, it's not Maggie, is it? It's not Minnie, is it? No, 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 it's no. not me. It's, 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 it's not Uno Connor. Believe me, I yeah. fucking know her name. <laughs> uh, so Helford also has a, like a at least Helford has a little theory about this too, and she says Roderick's I'm just voice. Gonna, I was just going to ask what what anybody had had any theories about why it was played by Roderick's voice is femininely high, and despite the wispy beard, his face looks entirely female, except mm-hmm. for a prosthetic nose. Because there is no textual reason for this casting, we are left with surprising trans moment. Of course it helps that the family's surname is Femme. Oh. <clears throat> and that's why I said, I don't know if that's actually, I, I, that, that to me, because like they couldn't find another man to play right. that role. Right. It had to be this woman. That's what I don't understand. I, to me, that's like, I, that's why I said, I think this one is more not on the nose. It's on the nose. Like this is like, why did they, why did they call them their, his, their father then? It sounds to me like to, it could possibly be that it it was a trans man. Oh, okay. So, all right. So we're, okay. Got it. Got it. Because it, I'm assuming, and this is just an assumption, that literally almost every character in this family is gay. That would be really remarkable. But Rebecca seems to possibly be a lesbian. Rachel. a little bi- some flexibility there i mean there's definitely something there yeah that she is like absolutely hates about herself and believes that it's it's condemning her to hell right yeah Yeah. i mean i think rachel's a lesbian um horace is definitely coded as gay yeah and 
another member is definitely, definitely gay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's like, I, there is some, I'm not just saying this because, but there is some coding. There's some oh, like, yeah, there's... theory about, about Saul, Saul yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, we might as well just get into it. He, um, Roderick says that Morgan is a savage and they have to keep him. Um, Although I then, don't under, I didn't understand that. Like what? Yeah. I mean, I got it like later, but yeah. at the time I was like, why do you have to keep him? Just like, what the fuck? Right. But like, so we will, um, yeah, he's got two children that died when they were 20, he says. Mm-hmm. And so this is where we're introduced. He introduces us to Saul. Saul is, he wants to destroy and he wants to kill. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the oldest, eldest son. Mm-hmm. And they pretty much, he says he wants to make the house a burnt offering. And I was like, that's an interesting choice of phrasing for that. Yeah. Um, and quote, Saul would quite certainly set fire to the house. Mm-hmm. And that Morgan would let him loose. Yeah. And so that's why they have to keep them because Morgan and Saul are somehow connected. I, I think they're, know. I think, I think that more, I think Morgan and Saul are in love. I think that that's, yeah. I think we um, kind of get that later on. We do. Um, so they come downstairs because uh, how, why are they alerted? What happens to why that they know that something's happening? Oh, well, they, they know that Morgan might let Saul out. And so then yeah. they're like, oh my God, go he might come too. Right. And so then they go look for him and he's not on the landing anymore. Right. And so then, um, yeah, go ahead. And then do they, do they go back downstairs? Mm-hmm. Because like you see the, the hands, the hand. Yeah, there's. Um, so I don't know pretty, why they went downstairs, though. I don't remember. I think they were they, looking for for other people, like looking for help or. Yeah, because they lock they lock um, Roderick in the room. Well, they. Oh right, yeah. I mean, he's dead. Like right, he's dead. I mean, because she goes, he goes, she's he's just sleeping. I was like, he dead. He's dead. He, he dead. Probably. He dead. Probably dead. Yeah. And so, because um, he's a hundred and four guys. Two hundred two. Hundred two. Hundred two. I mean, yeah. at that well, point, what does it matter? You know. Right. Like, right. I mean. Your old as fuck. I mean, I think that right. we can all say that someone who is a hundred years old is, is old. Yeah. Yeah. At that point. Yes. Agreed. Um, and so they, they pretty much, were going to lock him in the room and like pretty much lock the room, go and go downstairs. And like you said, they are, they're all like congregating in the, the first floor of the house. Mm-hmm. Um, like that main room. And then, yeah, like you said, the, the, the hands come around the corner of the staircase. You just see mm-hmm. a hand. Then all of a sudden it's just Morgan. Yeah. And like, and Morgan comes downstairs and he starts to, they start to fight with him. They want to get him like cuffed or at least con- contained. Yeah. So they, he, they struggle to get Morgan into the kitchen, which I was like, he has four of you fucking bitches and you can't oh get this God. asshole in the kitchen. Seriously. They could not. They couldn't. <laughs> they really could not. No. All on him. And Morgan's like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, He's flying off of him. Um, uh, they try to trap him into the, in the kitchen meanwhile Saul comes downstairs um oh before Rebecca's like Rebecca's like come with me and (laughs) Margaret's absolutely not we're we're staying here in the living room and she says she's like was fend for yourself and then runs upstairs to her room which I was like she'd had to run past Saul no um no she ran her room was on the first floor oh remember they go through that side door oh that's right that's right that's right um at this point I also wrote um 
stop leaving your wife places. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, still, like that never ends well. Stop leaving your wife alone. You just left the two women yeah. alone. Yeah, yeah. Why did yeah. you do that? Yep. Again. Again. Um, well, eventually, eventually, Pendrel Pendrel comes yeah. back. Yeah, he does. And he's trying to get them to hide in this closet, this cupboard or whatever. And it's just Gladys is hysterical because she's like, "No, I refuse. I'm going to stand with my man." And then they're like right there, and he's your like, man that get- you've known for three hours. Yeah, you know, and you are like, in love with him. Stand by you, and he's like, "Get the fuck inside." And she's like, yeah. "Okay." I love that. I wrote that. I go. I wrote because she goes, "No, no." All right. <laughs> it was the best delivery i was like that i'm telling you guys i did laugh at a lot of this fucking yeah movie. there was oh, plenty buddy. to laugh at um so then saul makes his entrance and um, saul looks like someone who acts in movies now and i cannot yeah i cannot i don't know this person's name nor do i know i can see his face so clearly but i don't know that i could tell you a single thing that he's been in in order to find out who he is I feel like I know who you're talking about, though. Yes. Like, he looks pretty distinctive, I he, think. It was like, he, I could, I mean, the first word that came to my mind, besides, oh my God, he's gay, was like, <laughs> it's like I was like, he's so coded as gay. Like, what second was sprightly. Like, he was very, like, compact and sprightly. Like, he almost, it was like, it was like watching somebody from like Darby O'Gill and the little people. Like he was like, just very like, I, he could dance a jig or something like that. Like walked right out of a Shakespeare play. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, and he just like, he's, um, Saul that he, 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 he tricks Morgan or tricks uh, Pendrel by saying that mm-hmm. like Morgan beats him and they locked him up because he knew that Rebecca killed Rachel. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. And um because he knows secrets about them and he doesn't and they don't want him to tell their secrets. Right. Right. Serious fucking psychopath. So like he gets him like (laughs) kind of like wins his trust a little bit. Mm -hmm. And they're sitting there and uh at the table, it's just him and Pendrel. And he says, Are you interested? Are you interested in flames? I went, oh (laughs) (laughs) and he says, I go also he has a giant knife at this point. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And he's like, I know things about flames that no one else in the world knows. I'm like, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, again, it's flames, 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 yep. flames, yes. flames. On the side of my on face. The si- I was just going to say, on the side of my face. Flames. <laughs> <laughs> Breathing, heaving. <laughs> flames um, are, he said, flames are like cold knives. Yes. Something. And mm-hmm. he goes on and on. And Pendrel's like, cool guy. But cool. yeah, then uh, and then it just turns not so good. I uh, um, one second, I wrote we're really throwing the L word around because he Saul starts talking about how he loves fire or something like yeah. he's talking about like yeah. all of a sudden lots of people are professing love for things. I was like we're yeah. really throwing that around. <laughs> and then I wrote who the fuck is David? Is this a Bible story? Oh yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, how David uh um. What does he say? So I mean, Saul is named after. Saul and David. Saul is named after because Saul loved David. Um, David played the chord to please the Lord. Ah, oh, he certainly did. He did. Um, uh, first the fifth, the minor broken fifth. hallelujah. Yeah, the first the fifth, the minor. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Seriously, one of the best songs ever. Oh God, but, you, know. you know Rufus Wainwright has a really good version of that. Anyway. Oh yes, yes he does. Mm. Um, speaking of gay things. <laughs> 
Oh my god. Um uh, but yeah, I mean, like, what's what he's getting at there? He's getting at that Saul loves David. I mean, like, that's he says yeah. it. Saul loved David. Like, no, right. you know. And I'm like, okay, this is again not hiding too much. This is pretty much pretty on the nose, pretty on the nose. But yeah. then he uh, decides to throw a knife at Pendrel. He certainly did, right against yep. the wall. <laughs> yep. yep. Then they smashes fight. him with some yeah. chairs. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, Pedro collapses on the chair mm-hmm. while Saul sets fire to the rent. The rain? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> to the rain. <laughs> and We're really sickness. Singing. Yeah. It's literally a sickness. Like, I can't not finish the sentence with the song lyric. I don't know what the fuck my problem is. I know, right? We're really singing. Hold on. Really singing tonight. Someone is also singing the song of their people over there. Yes, I was gonna say. So is somebody's Luna. outside. Yeah. Yeah. So is Luna. Do you want me to? Um, we're we're okay. We'll just we'll power through. Right. We'll power through. Power we're almost through. out almost with this done. one anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he sets fire to the drapes. Uh, yes, he certainly <laughs> does. Um, I wrote full blown psycho with the fire. Yeah. 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 So at this this point, Pendrel's wait wakes his ass up, and he's like, "Oh yeah. fuck!" And he's good. Yeah. So he um, goes running for um, the uh, for the for the like the second land the speed of the landing, and I was like, uh-huh. "Oh well, I know what's going to happen here." Like, why is there a fucking balcony up there? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like so immediately knew what was going to happen. I was right. like, "Yeah." Like, why are there drapes up there anymore? Was there a window up there? No, that's a, a lot of times with those old houses in England, they had those tapestries, especially in like like ones who were like. Um, like in castles and stuff because it does because it's so cold yeah so sometimes with the ta- tapestries it does help with the warmth um so it's not like yeah those sure fucking, y'all sure those, fu- those yeah. fucking british people man those brits <laughs> i love all of them <laughs> um so then they tussle some more and unfortunately both of them break the banister oh and yeah yeah all i think we all saw that coming i know yeah. i was like i wrote in my notes I'm like well you we know it's gonna crack? happen and yeah, you knew it was gonna mm-hmm. happen. Yeah, um, they both follow the railing of the dining area. This is before, and- though, right before they fall. Did you guys notice that Saul tries to bite Pendrel's neck? Yes, I did. I think Twice. I missed. I must have been writing something. Twice. Down. That Two was times. really fucking weird. I was like, "What does this? Awkward. What is this supposed to mean?" At first, I thought he was going for his ear, like to bite his ear off or something, but he went for his neck. Gross. Are you a vampire now? I mean, yeah. so questions okay. about Horace, who, by the way, has abandoned everyone. I wrote, yeah. and oh, that fucking yeah. coward brother is just leaving all of them. Poochie has, has left room. the building. Yes. <laughs> gone. Um, Still in his room. Yep. There is one point where he emerges, and it's like, he's like, is yes. everybody okay? But I don't yeah, remember he comes when. out, and he's like, oh, I think he, that's when he's like, you have to contain Morgan. Like, you need yeah. to get, you have to, like, tie him up or something. Yeah. And then, and he, then he runs back, into, back his room. into his room. Right. Yeah. Peace. <laughs> and he runs back. Well, then Morgan uh, comes out and yeah. then he breaks Morgan, out of the kitchen. Yep. And as the ladies break out, I was actually of kind the, of confused about that. Like, how did so? Did they ever get Morgan into the kitchen? And now, where are the dudes? It would just be Philip at this point. Well, Porterhouse. Oh, that's yeah. right, Porterhouse. They're so both, like the they're two both of trying to break out. Yes, I know. Out of what? Like, so did he lock them? He locked in the them kitchen? in the kitchen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He locked them in the kitchen, and he and he's running off. Well, he goes off, and he opens the um, the cabinet or whatever they're in, and he breaks um, out of it. And the ladies break out of the cabinet they're in, 
and they confront Morgan and point out that I love Margaret in this moment. She's like, can you leave me the fuck alone for just a goddamn moment? There's something else going on here yeah, that might right. be more important. And she points out that Saul, both Saul and Pendril took a fall. Yeah. And then Morgan is like, what the fuck? And he looks over and sees that Saul is hurt. He like throws Pendril uh, like off of him. Yeah. Yeah. And yes. goes to Saul. Rolls him yeah. off and, and he just, he's crying. He's like, he's, mm-hmm. He cries him and he picks him up in like a bridal carry. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, at least Helford states, taking the body into his arms in a bridal carry, Morgan takes him up away up the stairs, clearly mourning. Perhaps in the end, his attacks on women were a smokescreen. Saul was clearly Saul was clearly dear to him in ways that women were not. Yeah. And it's Saul actually, is dead. Saul is dead. Yeah. It's actually kind of heartbreaking to a point. I mean, Morgan is a dick, but yeah. you you feel the grief. And yeah, it is because he also doesn't he wail a little bit too before like in his own like weird I think way. he makes like a noise of some kind right yeah. it's heartbreaking I mean it's heartbreaking yeah I mean I felt yeah, bad for Morgan really in that sad. moment mm-hmm. I was still glad Saul was dead but like you know I <laughs> felt bad for Morgan in that moment um, <laughs> so fucking creepy uh <laughs> at that point um <laughs> so Gladys then starts like moving pendrel around and i wrote you're moving his neck an awful lot for someone who might have a spinal injury (laughs) you maybe need to not like just leave him alone yeah yeah you can sit with him but leave him alone right stop moving his head but apparently he's pretty sturdy because apparently so cries that he's alive he's alive yeah and then we cut cut to the morning the, morning. the cold light of morning <laughs> i wrote first thing that fucking brother comes downstairs in the morning like nothing happened yeah. oh yes yeah. like, good like, morning <laughs> where's morgan isn't he gonna make us breakfast it's like oh it looks like the storm has gone away perhaps we can actually call for an ambulance <laughs> yeah i was like oh whoa the dead bodies that are here you dead right. shit yeah uh, but also then like the waverly's just like Wait, Waverly? What? Waverton. 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 They just like fucking leave. Oh, yeah. They're out. Yeah. Your friend is dead. Your friend, your friend is bodies inside. You're just going to leave with that girl who said, I love you in about four hours. Cool. <laughs> right. Just out. Because they've all like it. gone to sleep and then the brother comes downstairs. Yeah. So then like they d- fucking marry a couple pieces out. Literally, they're like, you got this? Okay, we're out. They're like, okay, yeah, but and they do make a I, comment at one point about like, you know, we'll be back or something, but then they, they're they take like, their luggage and they're they, they they leave. They're yeah. O-U-T. Nope. Yep. Peace. <laughs> and Horace is like, Horace is like, drive safe or like whatever the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> See you soon. It's nice to meet you or something. Jesus God. Like, what the fuck? And we never see Rebecca again. Nope. No, oh, I think you they do show her like looking out the window. Yeah, she does. She's just like, that's it though. She, yeah, oh, that's she doesn't right. actually come that's out. Right. They just like show her. Yeah. She's just some um, nasty shit. And, and so, then but someone was nice enough to put a bandage on Pendrel's head. Yes. So, at some well, point or another. Who knows who that was, but possibly Gladys. Uh, or if it would have even mattered. Was he bleeding? No. I don't know. Like no. it was just no, but surprisingly miraculously mm-hmm. in the cold alive, light of morning morning yes was alive, wasn't, there, wasn't there something you were going to ask me in the cold <gasps> light of morning, morning as he's like coming to and he's like fucking what oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> fucking women what <laughs> who are you we have what 
Yeah. So Jesus we... Murphy. And... and we get title screen as in the old classic way of the end. Yeah. And, you know, um, oh, God, this movie, guys, this movie. Um, I want to say there's another um, article that I uh, found. It was by C.H. Uh, um, Newell. It's called The Bumpy Road of Queer Gothic Resistance from the Old Heart. Old Dark House to the Rock of Horror Picture Show. And he says, actually, it's the story, the actual story this is based on, is loaded with queer gothic undertones, loaded with them. Um, so I'd be curious to read the book. Will taking this on is like mwah, chef's kiss sort of thing. And, and he says, even the casting like was just perfect. Um, yeah. And he says, masculine is constantly a play throughout the film from the strange, aptly named Femme family, Brother Horace is depicted as a dainty and effeminate man, while his sister Rebecca comes off like a stock version of what people and uh, uh, people thought of as Bush lesbian in the 20th century's Harry Potter <laughs> to the downtrodden monologue by Sir William Porterhouse about his efforts to appear manly via his capitalist business acumen. Um, the most queer coded of all the femmes is the locked away Saul, whose pyromania and murderous intent has fused into the ultimate denial of heteronormity. That normativity yes, Norma- yes. Normativity. heteronormativity there, there you go. go he wants to burn down the family home effectively cauterizing the fam the femme family name with his queer flame i think that pretty much yep it's interesting yep i mean I, this was this was very gay but that's also coming from three straight white women that you know well i and i think that's straight white women one you know on the spectrum i suppose (laughs) well he's bi-curious yes yes (laughs) bi-flexible i like there we go there we go yes the other day mr veronica and i were like waiting for our pizza we had ordered pizza from um the best place in akron ever um and we were waiting uh got our pizza we were leaving and this woman like walked by and she had like a glorious ass. And I literally looked at my husband. Wow. I was like, did you see that woman's ass? It was incredible. And he was like, no, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh. <laughs> well, as I said in in we in our yet to be released episode, um, we yeah. did a uh, female female romance novel. Mm-hmm. And I said, this answered a lot of questions for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Yep. It was my because of my first ever first female female romance novel. Same. And I was like, yep, yep. This answered a lot of questions that I was like, hmm, maybe still hot. Still, still hot. Uh, I mean, yep. Yeah. I mean, yep. Anywho. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Love you. But like, but I, you hey, saying hey. that though, Ween. Speaking of pussy. Hey, Sherman. <laughs> but you saying that ween though does like yes if it come if it comes out to us as gay yeah for someone in the gay community must be like a fucking beacon probably i mean i would imagine at least because i I could see like the um if you don't know the history of queer film i could see it going over someone's head but i maybe for a queer person maybe it would be more obvious well, and I think, I hate to say, but I would assume that this movie, I hate to say it this way, is probably one of the reasons why there is the code. 
Possibly. Possible. It's probably one of the many. Yeah. It's probably one of the many. Look at that. Look at that also, handsome man. I know. Hitchcock also famously hated the code and and would push the boundaries. Push the boundaries big time. Like to the to down to the millisecond how many seconds you could kiss a couple could kiss mm-hmm. he would do that have them break and then have them go in again for another set it's hysterical he was such a badass i mean <laughs> i love that <laughs> I, I know I, he's just like well and it's really interesting he didn't like censorship at all of his movies i watched um so joe bob my buddy joe bob had at the last drive-in a couple weeks ago he actually he did um two of the same movie he did um nosferatu Hmm. And then nice. he did the remake of Nosferatu. And it's actually interesting. Um, I found somewhere, and I don't know, it's pretty much just in general about like coding of, they're talking about, like, in, this, in, in this instance, sissifying things. And that was also what they used to code back, before, you know, like when motion picture started was you, you coded someone as possibly gay by quote unquote sissifying them. Mm-hmm. and um it meaning you know i should say um as uh, male as gay and watching an osferatu there's certain characters in there there i would consider them being sissified and you're like okay are, it's really interesting as to how far back because that would what, what nosferatu is what 1920 even earlier than that right Isn't oh it? yeah i don't know um uh i mean we're talking like so we're um Nosferatu. Let's get down now. Let's get down. Nope, down. Uh, 29. <laughs> so 29. So actually nothing much farther ahead than this. No, it really isn't. Um, but oh god, I am still like you know, it's it, it's interesting as to what um I mean, how much more liberal <laughs> it was than when you when you look at things. I mean then from like <laughs> 1935 as we're going to talk about in a little bit as how different how like oh, yeah. if, if you want to and maybe and maybe you know if, even though they did say that like whales you know whales um long longtime partner said you know um jimmy wouldn't you know, Jim, that you know like because everyone says well you know obviously we'll put this in there and he's like no jimmy wouldn't have done that uh i have the actual quote because i don't want to um uh he says um Uh, uh, David and close David Lewis and close friend Curtis Harrington did not believe that Whale would have injected the gay undertones in his work. Jimmy was first and foremost an artist, and his film represents his films represent the work of an artist, not a gay artist, but an yeah. artist. Yeah. I have a friend who used to say, and I, I thought it was interesting that he, he used to say that he's like he would say I'm, I'm this, I'm this, and I also happen to be gay, like he he would say, you know, I'm not a gay pianist. I'm a, you know, I'm a gay, you know, I'm a brother. I'm a, I'm a, da, 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 and I'm also gay. And so I'm wondering if that's kind of like, but I, I think now looking at old dark house and you compare the two, you're like, he had to have put something in there, you know, thinking about like, like this might've been his way to mean like, yeah, but maybe, you know, because there's, there's some imagery in this, in the next one that I'm like, there's a lot of camp. There's a lot of camp, in a lot of camp, but there is some there's a lot. Oh, there's a one big phallic imagery. Holy God. I was like, wow, that is a penis. Um, <laughs> we will get to, um, so oh, no, but so how do we rate this? You guys. All right. Let's do our ratings. Let's do our ratings. Okay, we go base for- it. Uh, we have four, um, 
just as a refresher for Miss Veronica, Thank we you. Had, uh, blood droplets for blood and gore. <laughs> okay. Yeah, spooky, spooky little ghosts, cute, cute little ghosts uh, for spooky, scary. <laughs> I love when you say that. Spooky, scary. <laughs> a scary little ghost. Um, little chili peppers for sex or nudity. Um, or melons or eggplants or whatever comes up. Uh, and comes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is. Uh, <clears throat> comes all over your face. Um, <laughs> yep. And cold black hearts for fun and entertainment. So blood so and gore. I know. Well, they, they, there are a lot of, yeah, there's a lot to horror. So uh, uh, blood droplets, uh, blood and gore. What? How many blood droplets would you give it? Are you, oh, and me yeah, first. Go for, yeah, yeah. Go for God, I feel like on. Okay. Um, I see it's not bloody or gory. No. It's just like, I mean, I'm going to say, is there a zero or is there a one? Like where yeah, we, we could. We've done zeros before. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I would say it was zero. A, There's it no was blood. A 30s film, right. It was mm-hmm. a 30s film. There was yeah. no blood and gore but also in a black and white film it would just it wouldn't look red it would just look brown so yep right. which is why in psycho they used hershey syrup for in the shower scene i can't wait for us to do our hitchcock month oh i can't either. we might need to do more than a month anyhow yep because i i'm obsessed um <laughs> uh how about you ray how many oh well, yeah one i mean like there's nothing here but there's no blood and gore and uh, uh how many scary little ghosts do you give it with how spooky and scary was it scary little ghosts <laughs> she said that now we have to always it always has to be the principal from south park when she <laughs> principal love Victoria. That. i love that um i mean to some extent so like i would say two i mean it's not like i was like scared but like there were definitely creepy elements where like yeah. morgan and saul mm-hmm. totally freaked me out you know like they did I- I'm going to say the shadows were like, for me, the creepiest. I mean, this movie's fucking creepy, guys. I'm going to say probably two also. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't have any trouble sleeping after I watched this, but like, but, but like Morgan and and Saul are both creepy and like, obviously Saul is a fucking psychopath. So there's movies that like have the, all the blood, all the gore I've given a one in this category, but I thought that the imagery in this one was so creepy and just it yeah. was, set, it was the shadows me. were very well done mm-hmm. so what yeah, do you the say lighting we... the cinematography i gave it a one but still um you know the the sound sound effects uh the fact yeah. that like you said the fact that there was no score yeah um to the movie made it gave it a really uncomfortable edge to mm-hmm. it and made it really spooky there were a lot of cool moments uh for it so what's next sex and nudity <laughs> i gave it one cute little chili pepper for gloria stewart's uh semi-nude scene and her little cute also little the dress was pepper. very sexy it was. yeah it had a very low back there was clearly no her bra back was completely yeah. open she had and no like those tiny little spaghetti straps or she had her little like little thing panties it was like on but that's it yeah yeah it was yeah. a little like romper nighty thing yeah yeah and it was like skin tight i mean that dress was like yeah. very little but like was had a lot of skirt to it but mm-hmm. oh it was gorgeous oh, it, yes it, it was gorgeous her- what about you veronica yeah Sorry. i mean i would say like i would say like one because like you get that but like that's yeah. that's all you get and that's about s- all you're gonna get in the- I'm, gonna say one, I'm gonna say one and a half just for that part in the car oh okay. that part yeah. in the car. That's, fair. that's fair definitely 
did something to my nether regions anyhow <laughs> and they are they are kind of in a snuggle position you know I mean, it, is, oh, it is the titanic I'm like that, scene with I'm minus like that the hand meme. yes it is the titanic <laughs> scene minus the the hand on the yep yeah yep. hot and uh fun and entertainment how many cold black hearts do you give it veronica wait is this out of five yeah yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i mean i would say a three like i enjoyed it me too. Same <laughs> three. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Five. I fucking love really? this movie, guys. I yes. love this movie so really? fucking hard. I would watch it again tomorrow. I loved it so much. I loved every minute of this fucking movie. It was so I warmed weird. The, the cold, dark cockles of your heart. <laughs> it did. It did. I, my neighbors played because my, all my windows and my doors were open where I was probably like, because I was just sitting here cackling in my, because <laughs> fucking lines were i wanted to quote everything have a fucking potato i love this movie have, have a, a potato, potato. <laughs> have a potato have a potato um, i know the way you that's oh my gosh it was also awesome. those potatoes looked gross like oh the, the one where uh, philip was picking something looked like a bug off of it i was like gross no it none of the food looked good well. none of the food no. looked good also no. black and white's not going to help that you know no oh. no no i but think damn. this movie like if you did it today would be fucking terrifying yeah but like they yeah. would make it way back like when you think scary. about it i i was realizing like we'll talk about this more during bride but like think about the fact that this movie was made 90 fucking years ago yeah, yeah. i was actually almost, thinking that. I was almost, like, I was like, yeah, yeah i was thinking the same thing like this movie is old as fuck mm-hmm. and they were able to do so much with it and if they were to make it today with the special effects that they have today mm-hmm. with like the You'd boundaries have, that would be pushed today. Like, yeah. I would be terrified to see this movie. Yeah. I think that honestly, I don't know if any, you guys have seen this movie. Crimson peak is very much like has elements of this in it. You have definitely had the incestuous thing going on. Uh, but there's a bridge. And it's also the thing is like being trapped in a house together. Like yeah. that's the yeah. really scary thing is like, you cannot you leave. You can't get out. You can't get out. Yeah. Um, right. But yeah, because Crimson Peaks are very similar. It's like she she can't leave, and um, and you know who wants to leave? Uh, what's his name? Oh God, Tom, 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 Tommy Hiddles. So no one wants to leave Tommy Hiddles. I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you it, you'd never quit it. Um, uh, yay! Yay! So I'm we're gonna down. we're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back. And we're going to talk about Brighter Frankenstein, guys. Yeah. Back in two and two. We're back. We're back. <laughs> I had to physically restrain <laughs> myself from doing like my own CLBC thing. <laughs> yeah, like, you know what? We're and we're back. <laughs> it was like I heard you doing the countdown and my body automatically started going closer to the microphone <laughs> to do it. Do you want to do it? That's cool. <laughs> I don't want to do it. I'm so sorry. It's just like it's Pavlov's response at this point. Yeah. We're like, Ray yeah. does the countdown and I just do it. <laughs> so, you know, I forgot. I, I literally forgot because we were chatting. Um, is we did not get a letterboxed. So we, we've, we've created a letterbox account. And so letterbox tells us like you, you have to rate each movie on a five star. So what would you give Old Dark House five uh, out of five? Uh, I give it three. Okay. I give it three out of five. Veronica. It was good. Yeah, I'd say three. Okay. And I'm going to say four. So we'll give it three and a half. Sounds Fair good. enough. Okay. I like it. Um, so when, when you go to our, 
our new Butterbox. Um, yay! Um, okay, so now we're going to talk about Bride of Frankenstein. Mwahahaha. 1935, right? Yep, 35. <laughs> um, you can definitely tell the Hayes Code is in effect. It is alive and well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really interesting. I should have brought this up at the beginning, and I apologize for when you were talking about uh, uh, gay film theory. Uh, um, there's a, another author. Um, he wrote... He wrote, um, why is Bride of Frankenstein often analyzed as a gay parable um, by his name is Jay Saperito. I think his name's Joshua. He says, Joshua, 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 um, the old horror films do a certain, do have a certain resonance for gay people. um, This is from his article. It says author and his film historian, David Skull, whose monster show is considered the classic study of of the genre. I tried to get this book and I couldn't. Um, It's only you can only get it in print and i couldn't get a copy of it uh in enough time um monster movies are about sexual repression amongst other things and and homosexuality is the one form of sexuality that has traditionally been repressed um skull expounds upon this component of the frankenstein films there's an overriding fantasy of male male procreation uh in the original frankenstein the good doctor pieces together his procreation with the help of his deformed male assistants it is homoerotic or at least autoerotic scale explains there is a persistent undercurrents of men creating life without women go back to the womb envy yeah um so that's um where we're coming in at with this um movie is what we're talking earlier about but frankenstein and what it represents it's still it's it's like you thought if you thought frankenstein was gay oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh hold your own to your pants because here's bride of frankenstein um <laughs> because there's no bride of frankenstein novel i mean pretorius isn't in frankenstein like there's no character right oh yeah novel. right so like this was created by james whale so that's the other part of me that says yeah he possibly could have been like fuck it let's make the gayest character i can think of and throw him in there because pretorius is Talk about Ooh. it's it's also the same character of Horus, the same person who played Horus. Sure um, is. He and I don't know if did I bring this up, but he and um the the gentleman who plays uh Henry Colin are both Clive. Yep, are both bisexual uh oh. in real life. Yes. Um, so it was you know, it's it's all kind of like meant to be in a way. Yeah, the stars aligned there. The stars aligned. Um the movie stars aligned. <laughs> <laughs> the sky was dark because all the gay stars were in this movie i'm kidding i don't know um uh yeah so there's also an alternative ending to this but we'll talk oh about really we get that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay yeah um okay so do you want to start cool start let's start let's begin at the beginning we open this movie zooming in on a fantastic model castle oh it's gorgeous when mm-hmm. I read now, when I read the in the opening, you know how they used to do the, you know, credit scenes back in the day is they would mm-hmm. have a, the full cast list, and mm-hmm. I saw, um, Elsa Lancaster, mm-hmm. yes, and it said playing Mary, um, Wollstonecraft, Wollstonecraft Shelley, and I was like, mm-hmm. are we? Ha- and then I looked down and saw someone playing Lord Byron. I'm like, hold up, are we yeah. doing a flashback or something? Mm-hmm. 
And totally, we zoom in on a castle, and it's Lord Byron's castle. And it's um, yeah, it's the infamous night where they all wrote their own yeah. their own horror novels. Yeah, or, or it's it was sometime after. Yeah, it's, yeah, and, she's expounding upon what. Okay. Yeah, and they ask her to you know tell more. What more would you know what would happen in your story? And she's like, "Well, well, let me just you. tell you. <laughs> Glad you asked. Everyone, come sit very close to me in a really creep, creepy way." Um, also, her husband was a bit of a dick, but that's okay. I mean, like, yeah, what in real life? You mean, yeah, Percy Shelley, yeah, yeah, um, oh, yeah, well. Percy Shelley, yeah. He, um, if you if you all want some shits and giggles, listen to the um, you're dead to me episode about uh, Mary Shelley. Um, yeah, I mean, he never they were really never at first married because he was still married to his first wife, beautiful, yeah. yeah. She was also 16. Yeah. That too. Nope. She was very young. Her, his Talk ex-wife, his, his wife died alone. Cool. Anywho. Um, Stand up guy. Yeah. So we zoom in. Great. His, his, and if you don't know, his, her mother is Mary Wollstonecraft. So very big, like philosopher, women's right activist, uh, um, supporter of Thomas Paine. Um, Anyhow, there you go. Common cool. sense. I've been reading Common Sense with Thomas Bain. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I literally think of that every time she <laughs> yep. says Thomas Bain. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh yeah, Hamilton. <laughs> so um, think that I'm intense, so I'm insane. Anyway. Uh, I want a revolution. I want a revelation. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so listen to my observation. Uh, we, so these truths we literally would do this all night. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, we could. <laughs> especially uh, that song we could just yes, totally three hours it. later these three ladies are still just <laughs> fucking best song that's why um also um i have okay this is where the costumes start coming into play because for one yeah so to- in the beginning with with mary with lord byron and mary, mary wilson croft shelley and percy shelley like they have somewhat apropos no no they should be wearing breeches for one because they're wearing trousers. The men are. She, I don't know. Silken tights. They should be wearing like exactly. They should be wearing the the breeches with the like the like the um cap. Hot, the high knickerbockers, if you will. Yes, because they should be. I mean, this is like eighteen oh nine. 1817 yeah. like around that early 1800s she i don't know what the fuck she's sort of kind of wears them but that big old drapey thing i was like nah she wouldn't be wearing that how do i why do i know this shit why why because of historical romance plus if they were why. married wouldn't she be wearing some sort of headpiece if she were married not think? necessarily no they're at home yeah they're at home yeah no she wouldn't be wearing i cap. did not like her hair yeah, no little thing. I it was, was like, what the fuck? It was fuck not is that? flattering on her either. She was a very thing. pretty woman. I was like, She's are you going, gorgeous. Are you going out of your way to make her look attractive? Right. <laughs> but like they were like the intelligent woman who writes yes, successful yeah. work cannot be attractive. She has to be apparently not. Also apparently, has to be sitting right. there sewing, because why not? Yeah. Well, you, you know, you have to keep up with your embroidery. Yep. Um society tells, yeah. But like my one note is Byron's pants are not tight enough. Like that's like literally my note. I'm like, well, why do I know this stuff and why do I care? But it's just it's it'll lead into let's all think about let's actually I'm gonna look up when it was written. Let's look up when um Frankenstein when Frankenstein was written. Mm-hmm. Um because it was weird because oh no, go ahead. 1818 
was published holy in shit that was yeah. earlier than oh yeah that was a long so time think about this guys at one point we get a we get someone say she died in 1899 so they're expounding into the future of what's happening yeah yeah wow. yeah one of the yeah. like the body of the woman that they're looking at that yeah and you know is looking at like oh she died in 1899 how old 19 great let's dig her anyway yeah. so yeah. but that's a but we're getting ahead of ourselves yes i'm sorry so that, no 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 totally fine you were gonna say something veronica i think oh uh i was well i was gonna say first of all i like the way that in the credits they actually popped james whale's name yeah mm-hmm. like according like, to the music i enjoyed oof. that yeah oh god i'm sorry there's an alarm on my phone um <laughs> anywho we we can go back to are we still we're still in the living room with the three of them i do yeah. like this whole i do like this recap of frankenstein because it's like for, sure. it's like last last time on frankenstein like yeah. <laughs> when last we left our heroes yeah which i think was great because maybe somebody you know it's it's been a number of years since frankenstein came out so it's been <laughs> yep. there it is thank you yeah the, it was uh four years apart mm-hmm. so um <laughs> When we last left the monster, he- <laughs> back to the justice, the Justice League. Yeah. Hang on, have you both read Frankenstein? I did in high school. Mm-hmm. You did in high school. Mm-hmm. We needed that. No, I've I also did in high school, that. freshman year. That was like part of our, and I believe in class we watched the movie. I know I've seen the movie. I just I can't like remember under like the OG thirty one. Oh yeah, uh-huh. nice. Yeah. We and I remember at the same time it was the same section. I believe we read. Um, I think it was English literature because we read that and then we also read Dracula too. Oh yeah. I don't think we read Dracula. I feel like that was maybe the honors class because I was not in that one. Oh, I wasn't in that either. <laughs> <laughs> um, you and I both went to Catholic school. So like yeah. it's probably it's surprising that they like Dracula. So I like to call him Dracula. Dracula. I, I was gonna Dracula. Dracula. Yeah, there's probably a lot of things now that would like maybe I'm um, a little surprised they were like, yeah, read Frankenstein. That reminds me actually talking about Dracula uh, through. A I'm sorry, what was that? Dra- Dracula? Dracula? <laughs> Dracula? Um, I heard that um, somebody said that uh, Bella Lugosi was um, originally offered the role of the Frankenstein monster, but he didn't want it because it was a non speaking role. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you want, you want that voice. You want that voice. Yes, you do. Yeah. He's like, I mean, all that makeup? No. <laughs> like, well, it's I like, oh, handsome. These, these poor Hungarian men. Boris. Yeah, these poor Hungarian yeah. men came over. They're like, here, go throw him in a monster movie. I'm like, <laughs> being okay. partially Hungarian, I feel, you know. Lane. Lane. <laughs> um, we do, we, we, when we finally get to the movie, because she starts like, so um, Mary is like, this is what I would have, you know, what I, the, the story continues on and this is what the story would be. So then we like kind of like, we, as you would say, smash cut to smash the, cut. <laughs> to them burning the fuck out of uh, uh, Frankenstein's old uh, laboratory. Yeah. The mo- the, uh, and the I was happy to say farm. goodbye to Byron because he was pissing me off. Oh, he yeah. was, he was, he was talk- so fucking obnoxious. The acting this movie, guys. He was horrible. So <laughs> Did, I mean, I'm his rolling like, R's. I was like, I'm gonna kill you. Every they, single R is oh. rolled. I'm surprised that no one had indigestion from all the goddamn scenery they were chewing in this <laughs> fucking movie. It was like, holy! Everyone was like, on about other, the other. It was, oh my god, mm. he was 
obnoxious. No, he was wait, wait, super wait. Super obnoxious. Well, the worst is the worst is yet to come, and we'll be, we'll be fine. <laughs> That's um, right. <laughs> but um, so we, the mob watches the tower burn down, but the monster is still alive beneath. And guess, guess what, guys? We're gonna call it the monster. Because it's the monster. It's not Frankenstein. Not Frank. Thank you. I know. I I struggle with that, though. I know. I know. I know. We've been told forever that he's that. Oh, that's Frankenstein. No, no, no. I struggle with calling him a monster. Oh, I don't like to call him. So something they so in um, my high school freshman English class, my teacher, I love her. I still love her to this day. She was very careful and she talked to us extensively about like calling him a monster. She called him a creature because he's only a monster because of the way that people treated him. Yes. He didn't know anything. That's true. I mean, think like even in this movie, you see it like as soon as like someone is nice to him. Yes. He's like a normal, but he's, he's like, oh yes, I like, this is okay. And I want to be your friend and yeah. I will oh. help you. And, you know, like it's so sweet. That's right. One of, that's one of the main differences between, again, the, uh, between this movie and the original Frankenstein movie is that, you know, it's more about Henry. So the difference, the main difference between the original Frankenstein movie and Bride of Frankenstein is that the Frankenstein, Frankenstein's creation, the creature, was you know in the first one he was seen as a monster he was seen as the antagonist and the run the scary thing but in this movie he become in the bride of frankenstein he we see his journey we follow his journey and he's far more sympathetic and he's he's still an outsider but we but the audience sympathizes with him a lot more well you you, i think you throw speech into the mix yeah partly of course i mean because i mean think about all of our other quote unquote monsters you got yeah. i mean you'll except for fucking quippy mcquipperson fucking freddy krueger i was gonna say mm. you don't sympathize with him although the fans loved him the more he spoke the, the more the fans loved him some fans some fans <laughs> only fans <laughs> oh my god <laughs> freddy krueger porn <laughs> uh, you know it exists somewhere you well, know it uh, exists somewhere. i already told you there's edward Pen- penis hands so i'm sure no actually i do know that there is a porn of of Nightmare on Elm Street. Anyhow, of course there is. Why wouldn't I know this? I mean, come on. Of course on. it is. I mean, why wouldn't I know? All right. So okay, the burning shit, burning the house down. Burn so the house down. down. And so the Perkermeister, all he's worried about is people going back home to go to sleep. Oh, yeah. Yep. So go back home and go to sleep. Nothing to yeah. see here. Go back home. Go back to your homes. Go to sleep. Everyone but get a good night's Hans. sleep. But yeah. fucking Hans is not having it. He needs to have one last look. Well, that's before we were introduced to the most annoying fucking character on the planet. I mean, she known was to the history. fucking worst. He was very annoying. Like I, I joked, but part of me was like not joking. Is I literally dig up her corpse and punch her skeleton right now, like right in the skeleton head. She, because obviously she's dead. Um, Minnie the maid. Minnie the maid. She's Una, the fucking Minnie worst. the handmaid. O'Connor. Oh my god. Like no one stopped her no one was like hey maybe we take a different take on this one maybe we do no a different reeled, take no one reeled her back in no, no. It was like it was way over the top way it wasn't and it wasn't like a funny campy it was like no. it was obnoxious it was, it was over the like overacting to the like hilt um uh-huh. <laughs> sorry <laughs> 
hit the back wall. Um, <laughs> Wrong podcast. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> um, I am the worst. <laughs> She is the worst. <laughs> you guys remember the one part about how he throws himself in front of Alexis? What is that one? Where he says, oh, What John Ralphio says he threw himself in front of Alexis or a Mercedes to get like yeah, insurance get- money. I was, was hit so by good. Alexis. <laughs> Uno O'Connor, the worst. Somebody says you shut up, and I thought that was really funny. I think it was a Burgermeister to Minnie. Yeah, and it, it yeah. was. You shut it's up. Like, he's correct. <laughs> yes, thank you. Please, thank please you. shut up. <laughs> please shut up. Please so, stop talking all the time. <laughs> so is it Hans is the one is part is the husband of the couple of Maria, right? Yeah, of Maria's, yes. Maria's yeah. parents. Okay. Yes. Um, the father falls into the burnt building, which is filling with water. I just wanted to watch to make sure. I need one more. Like she's like Hans, please don't. I, and she like falls over. Yeah, which I was like, is she fainting? Like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? Thirties acting. Yeah, yeah. So Frankenstein comes out. He first like drowns Hans. What the mm-hmm. fuck? And then he comes out and sees the wife. Bleh! And he yeah, like just her. Fucking, yeah, chucks her. He eats her into yep. the fucking <laughs> bubbitch. Um, throws her like a sack of potatoes, if you will. My next note is this fucking townie is just chewing the fucking scenery. Did no one tell her she wasn't the star? And I'm meaning Minnie. Holy yeah. fuck. Yes, I wrote that shrieking woman. I just want to punch her. Because yes. <laughs> it was, yeah. I mean, I don't even the remember. Worst. Like, oh, the my worst. God. The worst. Um, so much. So they, they, and then they Frank- do find, yeah, they do find Fra- uh, Frankenstein's body. Yeah. Yeah. They find Dr. Frankenstein and they um, start making their way, um, <laughs> making their way to the castle. Um, so they make their way back to the castle with him. <laughs> and I basically would cheers. Make it no no make him a way down. Oh anyway, keep going. Vanessa Carlton. Yeah. <laughs> There's another one. Oh, oh, keep going. Never mind. She'll th- you'll think of it. Yep. So they take him back to the castle. So which was incredible. Barely, yeah. He's barely alive. Mm-hmm. Um, but then all thinking- of a sudden he's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then <laughs> she got one (laughs) this movie goes really fast it does it does it does does. we do a lot happens we do have a of a moment where the fucking movie stops dead we're getting to but we will get there because oh my god at one point i was like the fuck is happening okay can where where are we at what's happening yeah bueller um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so they bring henry's body and just throw him up chuck him right onto the uh living room or the dining room table here you go here's your dead one does yeah so this is supposed to be there was elizabeth oh, they and think Henry. he's dead initially yeah, yeah. well i mean that's what you usually do with dead bodies you throw them right on the living room or the dining yeah, room yeah. table right that's where i put mine i mean right i mean it's right you know <laughs> just eat around them mm-hmm. um but this is supposed to be elizabeth and henry's wedding it's supposed to be their wedding yeah night. like it's supposed to it was right. supposed to be their wedding night and mm-hmm. she yeah. yeah an hour okay i was looking for the runtime an hour and 15 minutes this movie yeah. is, i mean these movies too are both fucking yeah. right yeah both of them were about like an hour and 15 hour and 10 something like that um so the next thing i have i think this is like after they come to find out so he is not dead he starts to move right and not Minnie, quite dead 
No, and Minnie freaks out, like over exaggerates. Yeah, it's just a flash. <laughs> um, and uh, so th- he's, of course, then the next scene, there's Henry sitting in bed, like, you know, he just had a night out or something like that. Just like, oh, yeah, totally he's fine. That's to- fine. No title screen of like passage of time. Yeah, like no. two like, months later. None of that. Yeah, no. no. Five minutes. Five minutes yep. later. I was dead. The next no, morning, not. he's totally fine. He yep. fell off a fucking tower and hit a fucking windmill and then fell to the ground. Like, damn, dude. Yeah, no, he's have a fine. broken back. Nah, he's fine. No, nah, he's fine. He's all right. Um, Just like in old dark house, you know, you fall, someone wraps something around your head, you're cool. Healing magic. It's sexual healing. Um so, sexual healing. So um, oh damn my notes. Um, so um he does so Elizabeth comes in and I have this note. I don't know, you guys can help me with this where I got it from. I just have the quote is um think of the power to create a man yeah this during that yeah he says that he says he's like don't say such things don't think such things yeah i mean that's wow okay think of the power to create a man yeah Mm -hmm. um fyi also in my notes right here it says mr veronica is asleep Damn, that was even quicker than the other movie. Wow. Yeah. I know. He does wake up at one point, but don't worry. I have another note where he fell asleep again. <laughs> so, so this is where, like, Elizabeth has lost it. She's, like, gone. At one point, like, I had, like, subtitles up, and it's just said hysterical giggling. Like, she's just, I think it's just all caught up with her. I mean, yeah. Elizabeth is the most sympathetic character besides the besides yeah. the creature in this movie. It's because she's, like, I'm pretty much being used for whatever, uh mm-hmm. it's pretty much a beard honestly in this movie uh-huh and like <laughs> I, I just want to I, I love this man but he like just we're supposed to be consummating this marriage right right and he all um, laid up p.s again costumes now we are thoroughly modern in 30s costuming yeah and from here on out yeah yeah i was what like the I, fuck exactly i'm like okay this is 1899 what is happening i used to one point i go did they someone just throw costumes on people and said history i'm like no <laughs> no no this doesn't make any especially fucking sense. it's especially noticeable with elizabeth's costuming like there's a robe yes. that she wears that yeah. has like fringe on it that's very modern the fur later that fur yeah. later yeah the carriages i was like you're not gonna be wearing that in a carriage like you nope. would have a uh, you'd have a car at this point yeah no um what the fuck uh then we get um fucking mini comes in because dr pretorius has arrived guys dr yeah. pretorius has entered the game also known <laughs> as horace femme from the, the old yes House. yep and dr and uh dr pretorius must see him alone tonight alone tonight on serious um, business this very night so this author that i found found that separito says it's true that victorious does interrupt the evening of frankenstein's wedding with yeah. the request that they partner up on an attempt to create life disabling henry's chance of consummating with his bride elizabeth is left by herself while the men go off to use his creativity and become the same sex partners of a monster henry frankenstein the bringer of life and pretorius the nurturer though frankenstein is reluctant to admit it the thought of creating life with Victorious and thereby stifling the female necessity inherent in the process inspires him. 
Well's decision to cast two known bisexual actors in this role only furthers the reading of subtext. I mean, he comes in and he at one mm. point says, he also says, Whale had a lot to do with the writing of the final script. It's clear we saw Pretorius as an old queen in love with Dr. Frankenstein. <laughs> when Frankenstein's wife walks in, his nostrils dilate and he turns away. And I was like, oh my God, he does. Like every time, like I think it's important that he says, I need to see you alone. Like mm. he's so dismissive of Elizabeth in this scene. Oh, and she gets right up in his face. She too. does. She does. She does. Um, and the thing is that he like fucking Henry just brings him into his bedroom. Just yep. come into my bedroom. Come cool. on in. What? What? Mm-mm. He also says he was booted is the word for knowing too much. He was yeah. booted from university because he's been like, he's been, you know, uh, experimenting with the creation of life and the universities are like, can we not though? Yeah. They're like, like, mm, that's fucked up. You're, you're out. It's not. Um, so at this point, going back to the, is Dr. Pretorius also, also has raised the dead. Everybody's raised the dead left and right. I think I raised the dead in this movie. I mean, come but on. Then apparently has created life. This was so confusing to me. He's created life from zero, but only in miniature. He could never do a full-size person. He yeah. starts showing these, what? showing Dr. Oh. Frankenstein these glass jars of mini people. Mm-hmm. But it's also a a tongue-in-cheek, um, you know, what do I want to say? I don't know what the Oh, right we'll word. get there. We will get there. About the... About the Yes. monarchy it's a mockery yeah. of the monarchy because right. there's, there's a queen and there's, this, a king. there's a there's a lot of gay subtext in this whole thing okay. um so he convinces henry hey you know you're gonna fuck your wife you're not gonna fuck your wife tonight what you're gonna do is you're gonna come with me and right. we'll go see some shit we're gonna go see some new I'm life i'll show you what i've been working on i'm gonna show you some you'll see such sights i have so many sights to show you I'm come to my room i'll show you some things <laughs> Yeah, there's something I'll in my room. Something. There's something in my room I need to show you there. Um, he, quick, this baby. actor is really known for saying that to people. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh. And this also, where- the, do you like gin? Yeah, my only like, yes. This is where he starts doling out some more gin. Yep. He also has. They have a toast, and he toasts to to a new world of gods and monsters. Gods and monsters. Which is where they got the title for the. Uh, 1990 something something 80 1998 i think uh god's not monsters movie um about james whale um also did he put a yarmulke on what was that thing he put on his head <gasps> he said the same thing i literally wrote has he been wearing that yarmulke the whole time yeah i was like really confused i was like yeah, oh, i don't I- know where it came from because he wasn't wearing it at first right no no I not okay notice this at all oh yes yeah, all like- of a sudden he has like a thing that looks like a yarmulke but like bigger it must be a scholar's cap or something, but it was like, Maybe? it was super there, random. Like I, was, all of a sudden it just appeared. Yeah. I'm like, and, I, and I wondered if I had just missed it. No. Cause I like, I was like, literally, did he just put a yarmulke on? I'm like, which is fine, but at least maybe, you know, say, this is why I put it on. I don't. Yeah. It was just, it was like a continuity issue, you know, yeah. like this, like a script supervisor just wasn't paying attention or, or maybe it's something of the time that we did. I don't, maybe it's that a historical we, thing. Yeah. Maybe we don't have the context, no, but like it was like a, very bizarre. A scholarly cap or a scholarly, you know, um, uh, square academic cap. That's that might, no, that's just, that's a robe or the, uh, tassel like the doctorate thing. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that, but that was weird. That's what it seemed. That I, was weird. I was, was real yeah. weird. Um, so 
<laughs> so then we get to, as you would say, we he gets to his little weird people in jars. His little mini people. That was super fucking weird. Yeah, that was crazy. I do have to say it was it was really awesome filmmaking for 1935. Oh yeah. my god, yes. Yeah. Um, uh Saparito also says I want to know how the fuck they did that. I th- yeah. I thought so too. Um um <laughs> for David J. Scal, he meaning Dr. Pretorius is a bitching and aging homosexual. If I seducing Frankenstein, he oh, acts as, <laughs> yep, as if he were a gay Mistopheles. When he shows Frankenstein the homunculi he has created, he goes over to a sweeping attack on authorities, heterosexual love, and religion. He comments his miniature king and queen with the words, even royal amours are such a nuisance, and wonders if we all be better off being devils and no nonsense about angels thus mocking religious morals, which clearly oppose homosexuality as a valid alternative to heterosexual love, seeming seemingly amused in his self-declared superiority. I, well, he also says at that last one, he says, I mean, it is the most foppish of the all of all of them. He's like, yeah. it has a resemblance to me because he Don't shows, think? yes, because he shows like a king and queen, a pope or like a papal clergy. And then this like, foppish man is there anything else or just the five a ballerina right? oh, ballerina, oh yeah, that's ballerina. Right. he's like i said bowling yeah because she only dances to one song or something right well and she's also a lady yeah yeah <laughs> um what i love is henry's response is but this isn't science i'm like thank you it's not it's not science this is whatever whatever the fuck this is i said come on henry don't you want to make little weird people in jars too Come on. I just want to make these just bigger. <laughs> so fucking just bigger. Um, so there is a scene of this in the novelization of the Bride of Frankenstein. Um, Pretorius tells Frankenstein, be fruitful and multiply. Let us obey the biblical injunction. You, of course, have the choice of natural means. Exactly. Right. Ah, yes. But as for me, I'm afraid there is no course open to me but the scientific way. Ah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He didn't. They didn't have test tube babies back then. No. But he <laughs> wants to make a baby with Doctor Frankenstein. Yes, he does. He does say he's really jonesing to make a lady. He's really jonesing, and he yeah. says to create a woman. And I was just like, "You're saying it weird." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Saying, it, saying it all creepy. Is, this whole scene is like it's very disturbing. It's, it is like, I, this is where I can pe- see people being like, this is gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This guy, this guy, he's like, he pretty much, yeah. He, he wants to do it with you, dude. He wants to do it and he wants to make a baby, a lady baby. Lady baby up your butt. ASAP. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, Yep. So that's the weird scene. That's the yeah. weird miniature scene. That what was comes super next? weird. It was crazy. So next- probably no one. <laughs> I sure didn't. I did not. No. Nope. Again, wrong podcast. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> we could do that here. Uh- <laughs> we could do it anywhere. Here, there, anywhere. Yeah, just as long as in the bounds of public decency. Anyhow. So, instead of smash cut, do I say smash? <laughs> yeah, smash or pass. Smash. Yeah. <laughs> smash no or pass. pass. No, but no pass. 
So we pa- we pass to the poor monster. <laughs> oh, he's supposed poor to guy. I know he. This poor guy. He saves. A, he's this woman sees him, screams, falls into this pool of water. Uh, he saves her from drowning, and she just screams in his face. And he's like, "Stop!" And he tries to put like he's trying to like put his mouth, his hand his over hand her on, mouth, yeah. but he knows that's wrong, or he's yeah. like, "That's not the right thing to do." But he keeps like putting it there, like because he doesn't know what else to do. Right. And he's just like, "Stop noise!" Nah. <laughs> Fire bed. Right. Well, and I wrote a note here, like the creature does not intend to kill Maria in the book. He uh, and. Mm-hmm movie he doesn't mean no. to do that like he doesn't know that's going to happen no he, um, he and, thinks it's a game right and now he's trying to save the shepherd girl like he learned he knows yeah. that okay. she can drown and so she's he's trying to save her which is interesting because he kills he kills maria's dad i mean like yes, he like but he's being attacked like maria's dad like he's viewing that as like an attack mm, think true. about that like people just tried to kill him you know like yeah. so the mindset that he is in he's Get like tired. people are trying to kill me I'm gonna kill. I need to defend myself. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't really explain how he throws the mom in, but like you know, tip for tat. I don't know. Oh, yeah. because there's there's some things that come up quickly after this where I was like, did he kill all these people? Like, because there's some right. things where we're like, are we left to believe that he did? But when and we don't necessarily see it. But right. Um. Then um. So then, as he's trying to save this woman, two knobs come out of the woods with guns. <laughs> <Knobs>. <laughs> Look, there he is. These villagers, um, yeah, they shoot. One of them shoots him in the arm. He's mm-hmm. pleading for them not to shoot him. Yeah, in his own way, and that was heartbreaking. Yeah, it that was. was. He was like, put his hands up, and, and he was trying to like mumble out of yeah, because yeah. he can't speak. Um. Oh God, that that's where like, you really monster. start to like the empathy for oh, the creature really yeah. starts to like it's so sad. Ramp I was, up now. Yeah, I my heart literally like yeah. I had a moment right there. I was like, oh my God. I mean, and Karloff is just fantastic in this moment. Like, yeah, it's he's just a brilliant in this in this in this role. Honestly, yeah. um, it was a nice. Yeah, but then he uh, really then the monster just kills some people by dropping a rock on them. Yeah. <laughs> But it was defense he it was, it was. again like pledge yeah yeah but then yeah. and then uh, again this it moves so quickly and then all the villagers like pile on and take overtake him they tie it's like a up. mob i mean it it really Another i mob. was like and they all have sticks i thought they were all gonna beat yeah. him well yeah they have and tied someone up. brought a fucking pole what yeah i know where did the pole come from <laughs> i don't know but the strip was- joint that was Christian imagery. <laughs> strip joint. Yield strip joint. <laughs> Yield strip joint. <laughs> the ladies are showing their ankles. Yeah. <laughs> the antique cherry. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, worst. Uh, so they they tie him up and they take him into town. At first, I thought they were going to burn him. I was assuming. Yeah, I was concerned. Yeah. Like, I thought we were thing. legitimately going to see like a lynching for a second. Yeah. I was like, yeah. uh. Yeah. Well, instead, cool. they, they cha- yeah. chained him up in the most horrific way in a dungeon. Yeah. Oh, that was it, really sad because his is, arm is injured. Like, you shot him. Yeah. yeah. He's bleeding. <laughs> um, he's also, so, like, the, the, this where, where they put the, the chains on him and that block mm-hmm. around his shoulders is actually yep. on the cover of this. I was like, oh, I don't need to see that ever again. Thank so you. It was so sad. It was super sad. I yeah. mean, um, 
but but the, guess what they he, didn't do yeah they didn't yeah, do a great job they didn't do a great job hulks the fucking, fuck out of those yeah, chains doesn't he as soon as they're gone like seconds he within seconds he's just yeets the fucking yep he hulks smashes the shit out of that yep <laughs> um um and then he escapes while the burgomaster again is like go home everything's there's nothing fine to- yeah. Yeah. Um, go don't to worry sleep about <laughs> it literally he's in the middle of that speech to yeah. the townspeople that are still hanging out outside yeah and then he busts up and so. the creature just busts his way on through yep he's goes through the woods he said he easily of course we get Minnie just like screaming her fucking head off oh right? my god shit. god she's annoying because well, this is where like we get and that, this is the question i had did did the monster kill all these people because we have the newmans and frida mm, right this is the part that got confusing for me mm-hmm. because no, I like i didn't injured i think he was trying to get away and like they were injured like yeah but i don't know moaning. we don't know is it- but I don't know. I don't know if Frida's actually dead, but the Newmans are moaning because you can, it says, I hear someone upstairs. So they, because it's Frau Newman. Yeah. Wow. I was oh, like, oh, right. Yeah. Because the first thing is, is, the, is you see this like angelic group of like, look like girls receiving their first communion coming down the walkway. And the mom's like, Frida, Frida. I was like, that's not a German name, but that's fine. Um, and, <laughs> cool and um fridal maybe but not frida right. they were still kind of pretending this was set in germany it was really yeah cute. fucking minis outfits i was like oh okay whatever um, weird hair piece she was wearing yeah like which that. is more spanish yeah. than it was it was yes. super weird yeah it was more that would have been a spanish hair piece more than a banana just a cacophony again european whatever the cacophony fuck. history such a great word isn't it i know <laughs> yes except refuge um <laughs> so she's like good. frida frida and she can't find almost she turns around the corner and there's frida we don't see we see frida's legs that's all we yeah. see so yeah. we don't know if she's dead she's passed out nothing we don't know but then all of a sudden um somebody's just like um mr newman mr newman and they mr newman possibly is dead we don't know they go run into mr newman's house and they're yelling for mrs newman it was like well she's probably in the fucking house and minnie goes running upstairs and she's like mrs newman mrs newman i, I don't know if they're dead passed out what don't know yeah it's Very unclear weird. unclear we don't know if the monster did it or also like when would he have gone there it's all very like this part was confusing to me yeah yeah it was very rushed and yeah. very whatever the fuck agreed uh, um he- then the monster comes across some gypsies and i was like oh and here is where we meet old man femme because the gypsy's mother is the same person oh! who plays old quote man femme no shit no. Yes. Hey, that- you. and i don't also- mean to say like quote man like it's not a real man like i mean to say no, like no, no, clearly no. it was a female actress who played yeah the old man and that was her well and they they that's lingered awesome. on they lingered on her for a little bit more than was necessary so that makes sense yes that she's almost yes, like a, they it's did. a cameo yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Interesting. hey remember this remember this chick yep remember her remember her? <laughs> the, he had a stable i mean they all worked for him like yes they all... there was a lot of overlap in yeah. uh in yeah. actors yeah mm-hmm. there was a lot uh well um, and also that time period there was a lot of ton of actors in general sure yeah. And of course, like just like now, I mean, you end up with like directors who 
know that they like to work with actors you oh, know yeah. and they end up like hiring the same people i mean david uh, russell uses like fucking like you know the same people he uses jennifer lawrence and a whole bunch of shit also and, yeah. this the movie studios back then they owned you and that's true the, your contract very was certain yeah right it was very rare circumstance for you to be contracted out this is why prime example why um if you notice um white christmas with rosemary clooney and bing crosby and everybody and um that in the movie we see rosemary clooney and she's acting and singing and that's her voice she is singing it was recorded but for the soundtrack that was um put out to the masses it was not rosemary clooney's voice really? it had to it had oh. to be re-recorded with somebody from their studio i believe it was oh she had moved peggy contracts. peggy not was it peggy lee I was going to say Peggy Lee. Yeah. Yeah. It was her. Because she moved, she moved contracts. She moved studios. And then Rosemary Clooney had to do a separate White Christmas album to release on her, all on her own. Hmm. And it wasn't where it wasn't all the, she was able to use some of the songs, but not all of them. But yeah, the, the movie studios owned people back then. Yeah. So you they, just, had a, you they had a pool of mm-hmm. typical, you know, background. You, and you actors. had no real say in like what pictures you're going to be in. Nope. No. so back in those days well, the, we pictures. the pictures yes <laughs> um the, the talkies the talkies the talkies yes <laughs> um so really honestly oh, is, no, is the monster just is hungry and he wants some fucking food yeah. and he food. scares all the gypsies away yeah right. and, i mean uh, he really is just like trying to get to the food right he literally is but he literally like tries to get to this chicken that they're roasting over yeah. a fire but it but the pit the like spit falls into the fire yeah. and he's trying to get it out and he's like man fire burn poor you know? fire poor like, fire poor he keeps fire getting burned and he's like up oh, moving on you know yeah. i can't get that chicken it's done for and then he come he walks through the woods and hears the sweet music of a violin did anybody notice what he was playing yes yes it's schubert's ave maria yeah. yes yeah I thought that I was, was like, wait, I knew it at the time and I didn't write it down. And then I was trying to remember <laughs> what it was. <laughs> I thought um, it was very sweet. Yeah. He's yeah. on a house with an old man playing Ave Maria on violin. He's a blind hermit and he longs for company. Yeah. Uh, oh, this dude, seriously. In. Oh, I know. He, I, like, I wrote a lot cried. of his lines up. Yeah. I wrote yeah, a yeah. lot of his lines up. But this is also another bit of where the theory from this is yes. gay comes from yeah yeah um what Both he says is alone longing for companionship the handicap of both characters, one a monster, one a crippled hermit, can be viewed as two representations of homosexuals in the uh, inimical eyes of society. I look upon after you and you will comfort me, the hermit says the monster. Uh, no mistake, this is a marriage and a viable one. Whale reminds us quickly that society is not approved. The monster, the outsider, is driven from his scene of domestic pleasure by two gun-coating toting rubes who happened <laughs> upon their startling alliance and quickly, instinctively proceed to destroy it. Um, this this old man is blind, so he cannot see the monster, mm-hmm. and the monster cannot speak. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like a match made in heaven, and. The, and the old man says, I cannot see and you cannot speak. If you understand what I'm saying, put your hand on my shoulder. We shall be friends. I have prayed many times for God to send me a friend. 
Yeah, that's when I almost cried. And he like he feeds him and then he gives him his bed to sleep in. Mm-hmm. And you know, the monster is like after he eats, like and he and he the old man kind of lays him down in his bed. He's a little confused, but the old man like takes his hand yeah. and prays and thanks God for him. And did you like, see what the last thing that it, it lights on that scene is? His so the tear? Scene, no, the, the tear. scene goes oh, to okay. black. And the last thing that's still up on the screen is the crucifix on the wall. Oh, I didn't even oh. notice that. So before it fades, when he's in bed, is is a crucifix, and it like lasts. Oh. It's like it lasts quite a bit of time. Um, yeah. God, this scene. This scene is beautiful. This scene is absolutely mm-hmm. it's gorgeous. So sweet. It's just. It is. It's very sweet. I mean, but it's like it was immediately what I thought. I was like, well, this is obviously two gay men. I mean, that's yeah. like I didn't think like I thought it meant a. Um, you know a theory or not a theory um it was what's the word i'm looking for it's like it was supposed to be to represent two gay men and to represent homosexuality it's like here are two people who have been shunned mm-hmm. and are living yeah, you I know can see that yeah yeah um Ugh. and then he gets to he teaches him how to speak speak and smoke yep yeah. cigarillos i said He's still scared of fire though, so he gets really yeah. freaked out when he like lights the yes, cigar. I know he's like, ow! He's like, no, it's good. It I love like that he's good. He's just filling those lungs full of tar. I was like, you know, villagers aren't gonna get him, but cancer probably will. Don't yeah, worry about it. It will. Yeah. Someday um, it'll get us all. Tell him this, like, I don't think he had as much makeup on as Carl. I don't think this this scene in particular, because he has so many close-ups to his face. I yeah. don't think he has as much makeup on as he did in the first in Frankenstein. Maybe because he was eating. I don't know, or maybe maybe Karloff's like fucking. Just can we not have all the makeup? And also, it was four years later, so maybe they found. Or maybe that was done yeah. in a subtle way to make him more humanized. Oh, that could be too. Hmm. That could I be like too. that theory. We do see a lot of the upper top part of his head, which I yeah. thought was interesting too, because I was like, it's more like skin. It's more. It there's is. not a lot of hair. There's just skin. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the fact that he, oh my gosh, when he starts speaking, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, and then these two fuckers, knobs, knobs, yep. two knobs, two knobs come in. Lost hunters uh, see the monster walk in because they're lost, and they see the monster. Um, and they attempt to shoot him. There's a tussle, and the poor old man is like, "No, no, stop! This is my friend." He would never hurt anyone like this is I don't care what you think he is, but he's my friend, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I wrote, damn so it. Sad. They had one day of happiness. That poor yeah. dude just wanted I a friend. Know. Yeah, yeah. Come on. <laughs> but if you've ever have you ever if now that you've seen this movie and perhaps the, the first one, if you've never seen um, Mel Brooks's um uh young frankenstein young frankenstein it, it, you have to it is so fucking funny the <laughs> the, the scene with between the, the monster and the blind man is hysterical it's like a lot of slapstick like the blind man is like injuring him by accident because he can't see and the monster's like mm! <laughs> <laughs> knows he's trying to be nice and he's just like god dang it <laughs> putting on the ritz yes Put on the ritz. <laughs> um, um so then the uh they burn the fucking house down poor blind man oh. i know i was like what the fuck that escalated quickly it did escalate yeah. quickly yeah i mean 
and they take and the and the uh, villagers take the the hunters or whatever we would call them the knobs take the old man out and the old man's like why are you doing this like yeah. like you're taking where's my friend where's my friend and because he didn't care he didn't care that they were calling him the monster and they were like he's like he's murderous blah blah, blah. he's like I don't know what the fuck's happening like yeah. I'm blind it's cool like, with me yeah right. we were just and chilling mind right. we were just business. having a good time having some right. lunch yeah having some laughs having some lunch some um, booze and so, smoke what the fuck and poor and the fucking creature is just friend friend and, and he's the, like looking smoke. for him yeah because he know. thinks he's and then he loses his shit again <laughs> he loses his goddamn shit he starts knocking over a graveyard no he's but he starts knocking over a graveyard yeah uh, he breaks into this tomb crypt yeah which happens to be the same crypt where we see Dr. Pretorius and company. Yeah, he's got some resurrection men with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to steal a body of a woman. Yeah. Which he I ha- didn't know. I was going to ask you guys, do you think that this, to me, this is almost like a trap. This felt like a trap to me. It's a trap! Like- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, Akbar. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, it felt to me like he knew, for some reason, he knew he was going to be down there. And because it was like, he just because not only does dr p just go down there and the he's just hanging he ends up staying down there they're like we yeah he brings body. like wine and food yeah he brings and like hanging out down there yeah and he's just like chilling well he says thing. i like i rather like this place and you know yeah. the two guys the two little cronies that he hires like are like creeped out. Out. yeah they're like, like no. creeped out by it did you catch at some point he says i hope her bones are firm he does i wrote that down because and i wrote thing- it down and i was like excuse me what the fuck does because, that mean? Well, the first guy goes, pretty little thing before, in her way. And he says, yeah, I hope her bon- bones are firm. Yeah, gross, like, man. Is the monster going to fuck her? I mean, I don't... <laughs> you want the monster to fuck her? Like, I don't understand what is happening. I don't know what, what that, that means. Mean? I don't either. Even then, so, what? Like Maybe because of the electricity that he knows he's going to have to go through her? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Because they do have to basically put her together. Well, they don't. That's the only thing is they take the they think they they take a, a fresh corpse. They don't have to take anything. They don't not with like Frank with with sorry with the monster is with they they actually built him uh, from pieces and parts. This yeah. one they took a body. Yeah, and they're replacing the heart. That's all they're replacing. Ugh. They're gonna give her a sweet wig, <laughs> sweet hairdo. We'll get there. Awesome. Um. Uh, yeah. he sees, so the, uh, Dr. Pretorius is hanging out there, boozing and laughing. This is also where we found it. This eighteen ninety nine. It's also where we found it. It's eighteen ninety nine, and she's nineteen years old. We party like, like perfect. It, party, we party like it's eighteen ninety nine in this movie. Yeah, perfect. Jeez. She's nineteen. Excellent. Yeah. Gross. Gross. Because you know anything older than that, oh, she's a spin star, mm-hmm. or she might have been a virgin. Who knows? Mm, there's that. There's that. Um. <laughs> Uh, so then dr petorius is eating boozing laughing uh and then he sees the monster he sees i'm sorry the creature he sees the creature approach Mm -hmm. um he finally comes out of the comes out of the shadows and he's like oh hey what up (laughs) word (laughs) it's like fancy meeting you here yeah Yeah. word hey Look also, at you. There you are. You're right there. <laughs> my notice is like these fucking costumes aren't even close to being fucking accurate at this point. Like I'm like, no. I'm, just, I'm giving up. I'm giving up. I'm giving up. I give nope. up. Nope. 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 Um, but uh, 
then we go to i know what i'm some, gonna- yeah he gives him some food and he, mm-hmm. he's trying to like you know schmooze him up and, and like at like totally seamless like he is unfazed by the fact that the creature's in front of him and that he can speak and he's like oh that's cool that's new that's new <laughs> there's a <laughs> development <a> development <laughs> Well, also, that's why, that's why I wonder, almost part of it is, I wonder if this is a trap. I wonder if he yeah. knows that he's down there for some strange reason. Also, did you notice this is the part where he, he says something else, like um, something, what did he bring down there? The drink? Something is okay. my only weakness. He says it again, but about not it's, gin. It's, it's some sort of port, I think. Yeah. And he's like, this is my only weakness. And I wrote down, I thought gin was your only weakness, bro. He's, yeah. He's got a lot of weaknesses. Come he's on. A lot of weaknesses. One of them is Dr. I think Frankenstein. It's, this thing. Right. Yeah. it's it's making little people, Dr. Frankenstein, gin, and possibly whatever this is. Yeah. Dick. That, that tracks. That tracks. Okay. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. Possibly Not at all. possibly touching somebody's prostate. Anyhow. Okay. Just tickle this the thing. prostate. Uh, <laughs> that is your new tickle, my pickle. <laughs> oh, quite literally i am not sorry no i am not either not either this is super fun guys i'm having a blast actually <laughs> love you Great. both so much um oh, also, so so uh pretorius says something i have a call to make his call is to henry and he's gonna be like i'm gonna make this bitch work with me whether he likes it or not yeah. And so his his bargaining chip mm-hmm. is, is the creature. The creature. Totally. Um, totally. To- I also wrote, can someone get this bitch a new jacket? Like, can someone get the <laughs> creature a new jacket, please? He's a little, yeah, fucked up. Also, no one's ever taken care of his arm. So he's burnt, yep. shot, whatever. Right. Is- <laughs> okay, cool. Um, and then I wondered, like, could he actually, this is the part where I started to wonder, like, can he actually die? The, mon- the creature his heart yeah. his heart could stop yeah okay yeah but i wondered like how badly like maybe his arm hurts but will it kill him you know what i mean it might not it might not because it might not i don't i don't think it's i don't think he bleeds the same way every- right like it's, it's not profusely. i don't know right but exactly maybe. because because, because it's it still clearly his arm was bothering him yeah yeah but then like he carries off another person movie magic well, movie again, magic. i mean like they wouldn't know i mean like i even say 1933 did we know much that much about nerves at that point i don't know because i truly don't i don't know either i don't know i mean that's that's a question for the ages um because being like to re to reattach uh, a limb you'd have to reattach all those nerves right and, and someone else i mean that's why a lot of times that's why we can't there were with a lot amputees, of we, right. yeah we can't Re- give them a new limb because it's not going to the nerves aren't going to connect so right but did they i mean especially back in 1818 quote unquote 1818 we would definitely right. it would have been fucking magic they'd still be bleeding true. people true yeah um Ugh. so they just said do some experiments on a heart though with some saline solution i was this part i literally i'm gonna this, this will be really science. great podcasting um but <laughs> I'm, i want to show you the face i was making the entire time Let's do it. Yeah. 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 No, I just read at one point in, in capital letters, just wrote, 
science. <laughs> that's yeah. what it was. Finding me with science. I mean, it was just so fucking. Oh, by the way, I also wrote, why are the doorways so low? Did you ever notice that they're like all ducking through doorways? Yeah. I think that's honestly part of it was probably not, it was because at that time, most people were shorter. Well, right. But like, why are y'all, why? But it's a set. I don't know. I I don't know. Fix that. I legit don't know. Anyway. um, So, yes. Anywho. Continuing, that, she blinded wrote, me with science. I wrote, "They do some spirits about a heart with saline solution and Shazam science." Ah, <laughs> uh, but then they realize the Something. heart they're using isn't kosher. They need to get a no. new heart. Oh, did we skip past the fact that uh, Frankenstein intimidated the f out of Henry Frankenstein to do these experiments? Are we already back at the lab? We're back at the lab. So oh yeah. We oh, can, wow. So we, we can in the meantime, um, Pretorius is that Pretorius? um oscar Pretorius, yes yes i know like i kept thinking about that oh okay, wait so, did we we oh, no 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 go ahead so pretorius is like um i am just going to like make sure that i have an insurance policy and the yeah, creature just takes elizabeth yeah that's yep. what i was getting to he kidnapped no elizabeth. yeah he yeah he, yeah we're getting that like he does it after bu, 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 bu. no he does you're right before can I, yeah he because, a, a cave Right, because Henry won't agree to help him until mm-hmm. he realizes that Elizabeth is gone. Right, yeah. right. Yes. Um, cube mini. Wait, oh my! Oh, fuck! Someone God. punched her in the goddamn face. I know. Like, can someone just sedate I've, her? I've never wanted to hurt someone <laughs> in the past as much. No, yeah, I mean I've wanted so to hurt other obnoxious. people in the past, but like so a person bad. on screen in a movie, and like, oh my God. Um, so but the best is so um <laughs> they're like we need a new heart and I, I thought it was igor but i guess it's something else but i'm gonna call him igor because i don't fucking care fair enough no, um, it's, yeah it's some, it's some some crony that he that yeah, it, hired. it's a mm-hmm. hunch it's it's you put one hunchback and, and put another one in it so it's something else i mean it's supposed to be it's like one of the grave robbers that he was, right that was yeah. with them right he says um they need to get a new heart he's and and so um but there's always accidental dental death occurring always so really that was his note to mm. igor to be like mm. he says oh yes i'll call my friend at the accident hospital did you wink, catch that wink. <laughs> no yeah. that's amazing he says i will call my friend like i'll visit my friend at the accident hospital i literally wrote down the accident hospital of course <laughs> of course <laughs> you know that's supposed to regular and- hospital the regular hospital for like homicides and like you know non-accidents <laughs> well but like, like of course was like a nod to the dude to be like yeah. just go off some lady yeah. you know like just, and had so, to be it still had to be a young woman for it to, for the heart to fit and everything and for, yeah. so i'm gonna right now i'm gonna say because i'm I will, I will keep this I, will, I won't keep it for late i'm gonna say it now there is an alternative editing ending that posits the heart was actually taken from elizabeth oh that Zap- is fucking dark and awful but also excellent separito uh that jay separito i think it's, again joshua we're gonna call him joshua Josh- <laughs> this would imply that frankenstein pretoria's mutual goal was pred- predicated on the destruction of frankenstein's heterosexual relationship that he literally sacrificed oh. elizabeth 
for the realization of other ambitions. Effectively, oh, he would have chosen a homosexual partnership over marriage. It's also possible that the plot point would merely serve as a sharp and terrifying twist. I, I could thought see that, that though. I like, thought that before, like I thought it, it was like, oh, it's gonna be Elizabeth. Dang. Yeah. It was surprising that it wasn't. Yeah. But that was the alternate ending. Wow. If this I, if it this movie were made in 2022, that would have be been the ending. That would have yeah. been, yeah. Yep, I kind of actually kind of wish it had been. That just made be- it really dark. Just some though. random innocent woman who's just like walking down the street. Yeah, like that's that was rough. That was rough. I wrote uh, like, oh, he's just gonna kill some innocent woman now. Like, great, okay, cool. some rando, you know, as one experiment. does, right? To well, steal so, her heart. Um, but then Igor then lies and said he got he just got the heart from a, the police. Was, yeah, you know, gave the police. There was an quid. accident. It's cool. Yeah. okay yeah Pretorius is all like don't question it too much don't worry about it we have it here it is it's the heart yay and it's working <laughs> look at it because <laughs> well, then you got you got the creature in the background going hey 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 what's going on no sleeping no sleepy work yeah work work <laughs> work then sleep yeah and so dr p's like hey come here come here, come here, come here. and he's just he's at this point come here, real quick. And the creature is now a lush because he's like he's yeah. no he knows what liquor is and he's like yeah. oh scotch. and it's yep. scotch like i noticed he picked up that bottle and he like put scotch he it said scotch whiskey and then he mm-hmm. laces it with something to me i would assume it's laudanum and yeah yeah mm-hmm. okay. asleep. yeah and he uh he, he gets knocked out at which point pretorius is like and he gets back up again <laughs> you're never gonna keep him down <laughs> uh-uh uh-uh not one time Nope, mm. nope. <laughs> you can take a longer drink though before hands. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh and also God. a whiskey, he took drink. A whiskey <laughs> drink. He took a whiskey drink. That's what he did. I love you guys so much. <laughs> <sighs> I love that you have indulged in my sickness. Okay. Um. Anyway, so then Pretorius is like, "Let's make a ransom call." Like essentially, that's just going. On. So I wrote, yeah, right. Henry calls Elizabeth on a ye old mobile phone. He- <laughs> literally calls it the electrical machine i wrote it down because i was like what the fuck are you talking about let's call her on this electrical machine and i was like it's a phone it's a yield it's a fucking device yeah but look they're in the middle she's in the cave she's in a fucking cave how how is that gonna work this is like car phones this is what this remind me of it was an old school car phone (laughs) that plugged into like the cigarette outlet do you know what i'm talking about yeah because to this day i don't understand how those worked like i don't understand how that worked at all no ever anywhere (laughs) that's what that reminded me of the old car phone the old mobile phone um (laughs) but but guess what she's still alive she's still alive she's alive and kicking and he's like talks Sorry, for like five seconds and he's like okay you heard her like we're, yep. we're good right she like, they tries decide? to say like i'm in a cave and they like <laughs> right. cut, her off. cut the bitch off cut her off cut her off um drop that call um so then they take this this like tub of of, of heart and just dump it right into like this fucking dead body they've got um uh so they fire gonna... storm yeah the storm starts to go someone says do you have the kites ready Oh yeah, they're gonna harness the electricity through kites. I wrote honestly, this kind of science isn't even possible now. No, but I also wrote like the imagination is pretty incredible. You know, like this was ninety fucking years ago, yeah. and these people are like, you know what we should do? 
make a movie about like, I mean, them like making that leap in, in science quote unquote yeah, from where science actually was in 19, yeah. thir- the early 1930s. I mean, the movie came out in 35. So like, when were they filming it? 33, 34, you know, like right, it, right. coming, like editing this movie and like putting it out would have taken far longer than it would now. So like, let's say you're filming in 33, right? That's an exceeding, I mean, that's a very solid leap into the future. Yeah. Yeah. And where a hundred years later, we don't have this technology. And further than that, being the book being 200 years old, right. and figuring out like her, like yep. thinking about the logistics of how that would be possible. Yep. It's, it's pretty fucking brilliant. Well, yeah. we get to my favorite part, which <laughs> as soon as it happened, I was like, oh, oh, this is gay. Like we get, <laughs> we get the cosmic diffusers that come down yeah. from the ceiling yeah yeah giant testicles yep yep <laughs> so separate discussing so elizabeth young has this uh, essay on gender and the bride of frankenstein okay. and she says from the long shaft that elevates the bride to the roof <laughs> to the men's excited shout of it's coming up as she is raised we get this cosmic diffuser falls from the ceiling and it is the most phallic entry imagery that i've ever seen i was like that is a penis that's that's a penis that's a that's a penis coming from the ceiling into a, a shaft like that's a that's a penis like yeah. I shame mean, there wasn't a mushroom head on the end of it you know just like, <laughs> a little just, baby arm <laughs> not much they could have done to make it more phallic well, so she also says this can be seen as a homosexual couple about to give birth to a woman, both to find God's role as the creator of life and replacing the heterosexual way of birthing children, thus challenging religion is. and society by presenting their standard sex role-defying God-replacing creation as an elaborate, complex scene. John- James Whale compares himself to Frankenstein Pretorius. He's not only glorifies their work, but also presents his own abilities as an artist orchestrating his homosexual creativity. Yeah. I mean, this is like, this right here is, these are two guys making a, making a woman there. I mean, it's, it's, it's a phallus coming down from the ceiling, going into whatever chamber, a chamber. Sure. Sorry, Luna. Luna's distracting me. I love but her. I mean, I, th- th- as soon as, as soon as that thing fell from this, like came down from the ceiling, the cosmic diffuser. I was like, "That's a dick." And this is like a really, you know, in comparison to like the movie, which is only an hour and fifteen minutes long. This is a lengthy scene. It is. It takes up the most time. It mm-hmm. does, and then has the shortest payoff. Yes. Yeah. Not so unlike. <laughs> ah, boom. La oh. pita mo- la pita mort. <laughs> Roasted. Very good. Very yeah, good. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah. yeah. I mean. I, yeah. And I mean, kudos to James Whale because I was like, yeah. yeah. There's no getting around this. This is gay. This is like this is. <laughs> this is. There's no subtext. That's the subtext is text on this one. Yeah. Um. But yeah, when she's no I'm coming up, necessary. I was like, I was like, oh, because he screams, <laughs> it's coming up, and I was like, <laughs> boy, howdy! <laughs> Again, wrong podcast. Um, yeah, she 
Oh, so, uh, so at this point, I, the I, next note I have is, how did the creature wake up and no one noticed? I saw, I, I, I thought that too. I was like, wait, no one kept track no of one that noticed? guy? No. no one was, no one was paying attention. Was that silent and stealthy, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I how noticed just... how like he had pretty quiet footballs for such a tall, like mm-hmm. individual, you know, a lumbering, lumbering individual. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And he randomly uncoordinated one of the cronies for what? Well, and I know that same too, because I, I said, I go, like, why does he even, why does, why is he pissed? One, why is he yeah. pissed? Yeah. It was really random. It was very random. And he throws a, a, a dummy off the side with something. He does. Which um, is the best throw of a dummy I've ever seen since that guy got thrown off of that smokestack in Titanic. Pretty great. <laughs> yeah. Hitting like multiple things on the way down. Yep. Flipping over. Yeah. So the, sweet. the kites, I guess, did their job. I and guess. electrified her. Uh-huh. So she comes back down. They bring her back down. And she's wrapped in bandages all over. Yep. All over wrapped in bandages. Had to show. So then they do like, smash, smash cut to the next smash scene. Smash cut. Yep. And uh, she's got she's dressed like a bride. She's dressed they, in well. She's still all her white. arms are still wrapped. Yeah, her arms they just are put correct. a sheet over her. But it's it's <laughs> That's it's a dress. It's, it's a dress. It's a dress because it's like it's, it's also fitted up too here. long. It's because she's like tripping over it. Yeah, there's a lot going on. I mean, who there did is. her makeup? Who I'm gonna who guess decided upon the wig. I mean, that hair is something else it's iconic i mean the thing about like as a person who had not seen this movie prior yeah i expected more bride in it considering it's called the bride of frankenstein Mm -hmm. now i understand like they are creating the bride of frankenstein but you have a bride of frankenstein for a serious two minutes yeah yeah if you're lucky i mean i don't that might be an over exaggeration or an, an exaggeration like that's what's so funny it's like she's in the last four minutes of the film that's right it. like i mean and she a doesn't say a word which you know maybe she doesn't have language and that's fine but like it's not even like she takes to frankenstein or i'm sorry it's not even like she takes to the creature Mm-mm. that's what's you know? so sad i know so sad. she wakens she's silent and confused and she's moving her head like a chicken I loved that though. I really? loved it because it, was it, like, it was yeah, like I did because it was showing like her face and the yeah, seams where it. like I liked it because it was like it was showcasing how they put her together. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And she screams upon seeing the monster. Mm-hmm. When the monster realizes his fate of being unloved, he re- uh, I'm jumping ahead. But uh, when the monster realizes his fate of being unloved, he releases Dr. Frankenstein to his wife and blows up the tower with him, the bride, and Dr. Pretarius inside. The end. So That's it. That's the movie. At one point, so, as I wrote, I think, the bride is not accepting of the groom. The groom is not happy. No. So the monster He lunges. tries, and it's so sweet the way he it does. Is. Like, he takes her hand. And yeah, he's, he's rubbing his very, hands. Yeah. Trying to be very gentle. And she just screams in his face. There's a point where he lunges for her, though, and Dr. P actually like stops him. Yeah. And um, this other author that I found. Um, and there's uh, only one time where she hisses. Yeah. In, in, in this other author. In any, I, um, in any mockery of Bride of Frankenstein I've ever seen in my entire life, that's all she does. Is... Yeah. <laughs> but well, not in the movie. No, no. And, in so this other author I found his name is Blake. He says in the fi- film's climactic finale, when the monster 
first lays eyes on his newly created bride, he reaches out to her only to be stopped by Pretorius. To an unsuspecting viewer, this exchange might not signify anything. However, a queer reading of Pretorius' actions in the scene could be interpreted as preventing the monster from taking his bride and fruitfully multiplying on their wedding night. Hmm. Perhaps, but... Perhaps. I don't know. On that one, I don't know. Especially since Pretorius was like jones in to make a lady but also like right. honest to god could you have could they have multiplied like no because it's I, I think that's is that's actually like a joke somewhere but like oh. yeah because i think somebody brought that up somewhere because oh no it's um i frankenstein the movie i frankenstein um they someone brings up those like could you actually like have a kid because his sperm's dead right like i mean it's not living sperm well, you know, held a lot of blood flow. Cycle. Right. Yeah, and is, like, is there actually blood flowing through his body? Right. Um, Lots of questions. Yeah, I mean, I I do kind of really wish that there was an alternate ending. I really do. But that, like, maybe, maybe they all it probably would have made more sense. They all died. A lot creepier. They all died in in the tower. All of them. But but the the, the what is what is uh, the creature say? Um, um we aren't meant to live or like something like we're meant to be dead or there's some sort yeah, of like almost like dead is better yeah dead is better dead is better, better. yeah because you go you you go on and live you live oh awesome um <laughs> so that is that is bride of frankenstein guys and also both of these movies ended very abruptly yeah that was yeah, like yeah. my final note i was like man this movie hey. ended quickly guys thank you also i want to point out that bride of frankenstein has a 98 percent of rotten tomatoes 98 wow i i have to say like we've talked about this before rotten tomatoes is tough for the older movies because yeah it's it's not like current audience so like unless you're going back and like in critics are going back and being like reviewing which they're not that you're not getting a a a total like you would like so you know uh the newest jurassic park as opposed to like you're not getting oh yeah i'm not a 33 (laughs) percent i'm not necessarily criticizing that i'm just saying like people clearly love this movie yeah it's definitely a cult classic in not just the gay community is, is she over there by him? Yeah. Shut sure. the door. Shut the door in between. Right. Bring her into you and like he can because they're 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 bitching between the, the gate. Those bitches. Haha, you're done, fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> done and dunsky. Nailed it. <laughs> um all right, let's do our recommendations on this. Oh wait, movie. ratings. Oh, ratings. Oh yeah, let's say. Let's say. Yeah, yes, yes. Our <laughs> words. Said, you know. I, yeah, exactly. Uh, blood and gore. How many blood droplets do you give it, Veronica? See, this one's tough for me because, like, I would almost say. I'd say like two and a half because to me, like the parts where there's not like a lot of quote blood in it, but like the parts where they're doing the experiments with the heart was like really gross to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. That grossed me out a lot. Yeah. So it could be viewed as gory. Plus they had this huge tub of 
blood with the heart right. in it. You know, like and, referring yeah. to all this. We've also said too, it also depends on what you, your, what you yourself is bringing to the table. Like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's going to, my, uh, you know, uh, view of gory is going to be very different than most people's because I've seen some shit. Uh, <laughs> Ween, what is your blood and gore? I gave it a zero because yeah zero one whatever yeah because you know and i i suppose i could have given it a one just because there was you know like he was shot by a gun and there was you know a little more there was a little bit of blood on his there was a whatever yeah and there was a little bit of gore you know with the with the body parts and uh, cadavers and whatnot yeah um how about spooky scary how many scary little ghosts Uh, I mean, I was, I wasn't scared like ever. So okay. I'm just gonna have to say one. I said the same because it wasn't scary. It wasn't spooky. It was disturbing. And sure, it was very, it was so sad. So sad. Yeah. There were a lot of really sad moments. Same. I'm going to co-signed. Co-signed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sex and nudity. We're on the guy. Well, there <laughs> wasn't any so i'm gonna say one yeah yeah there was none Uh, (laughs) fun and entertainment how many cold black hearts do you give it (sighs) uh i'm gonna say two and a half because i feel like it was i really enjoyed it from like a cultural standpoint like i'm glad i watched it i'm glad i got to see it um man the acting was terrible yeah oh, oh so bad like, they acted so bad <laughs> we, you guys? Uh, i said two yeah same bad um bad yeah. the acting was bad but the but for the like I, I was entertained like i liked it i liked the movie and i i'm glad i watched it and um i liked kind of playing on the themes of it and and all that so yeah i'll give it a two mm-hmm. um i'm gonna see I'm, I'm gonna go with veronica and say two and a half like i i didn't love it i it was fine it's fine it's fine it's, i didn't hate it at all it just was i was left with more questions than i think like i i see you beautiful um i think there was more questions than it answered sure i mean there's a lot of plot that's like like fucking left yeah i mean and but you know at the time there was a lot of stuff that i mean i think we had we had perfected screenwriting at that point so i mean yeah yeah you know i mean we're also looking at like we're like 10 years out of actual film you know motion picture so yeah yeah true yeah all right so now we get to the fun part we get to the recommendations guys so um we do a little bit of a recommendation of what we've been, you know, what we would like the uh, listener to either, you know, take on and uh, it can be whatever you'd like it to be. So Veronica, do you have a, a recommendation for us? Would- um, I've been, so I found this podcast that I really like um, and it's these like, <laughs> Is it two, ours? it's these two ladies and they talk about like scary movies and stuff. Shut so um, I've been <laughs> listening to the booze, boobs and blood podcast. Have you? Um, so, yeah, I literally have. So uh, I would recommend that one. 
What about you guys? <laughs> nice kiss ass. Uh, so- <laughs> but I love you. I love um, you both. <laughs> I love you most. Um, so I'm actually, uh, I usually recommend a documentary and I usually recommend a spook- spooky documentary or like true crime or whatever. But this time, <gasps> ladies, this time, what? What? I'm going to take a turn and recommend a documentary indeed that is on it's now on hbo max but i watched it on youtube for some reason but anyway it's really awesome um i watched it uh it's called the first monday in may uh filmmaker andrew rossi examines an exhibit at new york's metropolitan museum of art that showcases chinese inspired western fashions and this was heavily like but like anna wintour is in it mm-hmm. this is a vogue inspired like a vogue sponsored event and oh. it's like a huge to do um it was fascinating it so was, was- what what is it about i mean like they, he goes to see these the, these the filmmaker follows basically follows these people at vogue that are um pulling out um like old cost old oh okay and okay they're all being put on display throughout the museum but oh the muse but each room of moma yes and each room in the museum has to have a theme that matches and fits it oh that's fascinating fashion fit i love it i love it it. so so cool i mean what's it called um it's called the first monday in may cool um yeah it was super super interesting i thought it was neat but um anna winter's in it yeah, hold on. Let me get a better description. I think fascinating. I think so too. Have you seen her um, on the As Much as I Hate Him, the James Corden show, where he they do the um, you have to eat horrible things. No, you the answer question. You answer question. You eat something horrible. She like, agreed to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, and she was actually kind of likable. She act. She actually is. She doesn't like to put that's one thing that i thought was interesting about this because everybody thinks of her as the double wears prada right yeah of course everybody thinks of her that way but actually she is kind of she's yes she's ruthless yes she knows exactly what she wants and she is going to get what she wants um she's just a she's a shrewd businesswoman but you know in a personally she's a very sweet person and but she's just very reserved and quiet about it and I think that and that people part, view that as stern. Well, it's also the same, you know, idea of like any woman who's strong yep. is obviously a bitch. So. Yep. I was just thinking, like, if she were a man, would anyone say the same things about her? They would just call him a successful. Amen. Right. Right. Um, so, I've not seen the September issue, but that's I the other like one to. I want to watch. I really do yeah. want to watch that. I haven't seen it, but I did want. I wanted to. Yeah, this okay. So let me read this. The first Monday in May, I've never seen. the first Monday in May chronicles a year's worth of preparations for the Chinese-inspired fashion exhibit, China Through the Looking Glass, and the gala which accompanied the exhibit. The exhibit mm. featured 150 garments from 40 designers. Um, Andrew Bolton, the chief curator uh, at the Costume Institute, conceptualizes and designs the Metropolitan Museum of Art gala with with Anna Wintour. So mm. that was the connection. I love it. Uh, the Met Gala 
<clears throat> Costume Institute's annual event is a multi-million dollar fundraiser. The film depicts Wintour's daily life and questions uh, fashion as art. As of 2016, China Through the Looking Glass is the most visited exhibit in the Costume Institute's history and one of the most visited exhibitions in the entire history of the Metropolitan Museum of Art. Well, you know, this year, for some reason, like everyone was getting their fucking like, you know, the nose bent out of shape about like what the that, gilded age was. Yeah. And I was like, well, just look it up, guys. Like, I mean, like yeah. I didn't know. I, I mean, part of me is like, shame on you for one, not knowing. And two, you all have a fucking computer at your hands. Look right. up gilded age and figure out what what gilded age was. Right. Find a, uh, an outfit that matches that. Like some people were like so far off base. I was like, how did you not? You had one job. Ha. Yeah. Oh my god. I love it. I love it. So that's what I'd recommend. It's now on HBO Max, which is cool. It's it's and it's super beautiful. The the costumes and the mm-hmm. scenery around. Oh, it's beautiful. Cool. Cool. Miss Ray. I got two. Okay. The first is this little podcast it's little it's little it's 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 burgeoning podcast yeah where these two these two crazy bitches read romance novels and they talk about it yeah uh-huh uh-huh i think i know the one really is it It the chick lip book club podcast oh it is it is so weird i feel like i've heard of that i know right and and most of the time they're fucking hammered by the time they come and they're like obnoxious yeah especially the yeah. way they end it they the end way it, they end it. the really most obnoxious way possible, way possible. yeah that's yes. right yeah um i would say put it in your balls um <laughs> nice nice i'll give that a shot yeah uh my second is i watched the first episode of miss marvel on disney uh plus and, and was it good oh my god it's fucking amazing dudes I'm yeah amazing. Um, there is actually like talking about documentaries. There's a documentary about make the making of Miss Marvel comic that mm-hmm. is so inspiring. And like, I think anybody who has a daughter, mm. I think they should watch it because it's like it's like you what you want for your kid and what you want for especially girls. It's very girl power and like yay and amazing. And Miss um, Marvel is amazing. I mean, <laughs> you've got. Uh, a muslim american uh hero heroine who is like it's just it's the story in general i've been captivated by it they made a um play version of the comics and high schools can do that um also Mm -hmm. the um but it's just such an amazing like you you have the you know the story of like this family love of a daughter and she's also trying to figure find herself out and like and figure out who she is who she is as a person not just as like a daughter and she also then finds that she's got these superpowers and she happens to be muslim and it's a lot of amazing different things and um i just i thought and the girl that they have they picked to to um to be miss marvel is is absolutely fucking perfect she's spot on um of a lot of along the way she is um uh she falls in love they kind of have a little bit of like she, her best friend is like the cute sort of character like he creates all of her like tech his name's bruno and um Mars? We can... <laughs> no i thought we didn't talk about him <laughs> oh, <boom. laughs> um i have not seen that movie but <laughs> oh, that's all right. it's good you should um 
but yeah it's it's very good it's very much like there's a lot of representation that i think was needed definitely um and uh yeah i mean it's if you love marvel if you love the universe you'll love there's so many easter eggs through the whole thing too i mean poor, you know like it's it's just well, chef's kiss oh mr veronica and i will have to watch it yeah i would and i i will it's i when i post the episode i'll find the um the documentary about um it's i think it's honestly i think it's an episode of they had a series about the comic books about like just in general like marvel comic books and one mm-hmm. of them was women women in marvel and about like how women became writers and then becoming you know either they're being the cartoonists or they're actually being writers and becoming a stronger voice in marvel um and one episode is i believe dedicated just to miss marvel and um, oh nice it's it's I actually cried. I cried a couple times because it's very much, it's very touching. It's especially as like, you know, as, as a woman and if you're in an industry that's mostly man, um, it's really tough. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So, there's my recommendations. So, all right. What we got coming up? What do we have coming up, Ween? Uh, we will be with our, we will have another guest. Isn't that exciting? I know, right? We will have yet, we will be blessed with yet another guest. Uh, my good friend Will uh, will talk to us about Red State and Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know it's not part of like, it's it's a part of a franchise, but we think that this is a standalone. It it's can't a, be a yeah. Kind of like how um, we, the same, just similar justification, which with um, Halloween 3 season. Yeah, we jumped that one. Yep. Which we might come back to. We might come back to maybe with. Halloween, kill. Halloween ends no. we might come back to when we do it who knows know. um but we don't really have a way to end this thing we we have not had a way to end. kind of no we we have no. like a we have a uh what you call a placeholder but mm, we're still no. thinking about it send us some suggestions you can find us yes uh, you can email us at um booze boobs and blood podcast at gmail.com on twitter at booze boobs blood instagram at 3B Podcast, Facebook at B3 Podcast, and on TikTok uh, at Booze Boobs Blood Podcast. Love awesome. that. And Letterbox now, apparently, that I have not written down. We would love to thank Veronica for joining us today. Yes, thank you so much. Since thank I've you been, guys for having me. This is one of the best episodes. I have had yeah, a fucking blast. It's been too. so awesome. It's been I love so it. Fun. It's going to be the lowest rated episode you've ever had in your life. No, it is not. No, no. it's no. going to be great. It's going to be great. And I think like, I just, I love you both very much. And thank love you. you. I'm so excited I love to you be both. here. Thank you guys so much for having me. Yay! Yay! So this is how we ended What? Peace out, bitches! Later, bitches! (laughs) (laughs) Thank you.